the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinal football is on the air. And off goes right side of the line. A big hole on the right side of the line to the 10, to the 5, touchdown Coldwater. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. Case Realty Group. CNO Insurance. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. Ask Kaywood PC, Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing and Embroidery, KB Mechanical, Matt Hale at Homes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Realty Group, Nottawa Gas Company, Surpro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties, Union Pallet and Container, BJ West, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, and Jay Wright, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones. That's a big exclamation point on this one. And warm greetings from the campus of Coldwater High School. We're at Cardinal Field. Coldwater Cardinal football on the air on this Thursday night. The Coldwater Cardinals with their final non-conference tune-up of the season before they start Interstate 8 play next week. Cardinals are hosting the Plainwell Trojans tonight. I'm Sean Watson. To my left is Coach Mike Murphy. We're on the air at 7 o'clock for a 7.30 kickoff because two games are scheduled here at Cardinal Field. The JV game kicked off at 4 and actually ramped up around 6. And unfortunately, we have to talk about another Coldwater loss. Plainwell got the 28-6 win. Uh, the Cardinal JV's dropping to 0-2. But uh, the action that I saw, and I'm sure the action that you saw as you got here, uh, indicated that they're uh, they're playing hard. Well, they are a good effort on their part, Sean. Uh, and uh, it's early, it's still trying to get things worked out. And you know, without a freshman program anymore, which a lot of the schools our size don't have, you know, it takes a little while to get them implemented and where they're gonna be playing and where they're most efficient to play. And, and uh, so we'll see how that develops as we go along. It's parents' night tonight here at Cardinal Field. The football players and their parents are being introduced along with something. And we mentioned that during last week's broadcast that we we haven't had at Coldwater in about four or five years a full sideline cheer squad. They're getting introduced right now. You know that is great to see and a lot of a lot of names here. We met their uh, their new coach, who's a teacher as well. So Alexis D'Alessandro is her name. Yes, yes, and and so really good to see that program come back. Go ahead and take this two-minute break, bring you a game-time weather check, and talk about tonight's showdown between the Cardinals and the Plainwell Trojans. From Cardinal Field at Coldwater High School, you're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. As we all live longer, age really is just a number, but retirement is so much more than one. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I want to know what retirement means to you. Together, we can look at the big picture and make a strategy to help you reach your goals. Because you can't prepare for the unexpected if you don't know where you're headed. Call me at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisor. And I can help you get ready for whatever life throws at you, even the welcome surprises. As your needs change... We can change what you need to do to help you end up where you want to be. And while there is never a good time to experience unexpected costs, 
we can work together to help make them feel a little less unexpected. Call me at 517-278-3049 to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Coldwater Michigan's Advantage One RV has the largest selection of pre-owned inventory, and it's a family affair. I'm Chase Halet. I'm Vanessa Halet. I'm Mary Halet. I'm Mylon Halet, and I know a secret. What's the secret, Mylon? I'm not telling. Mom, Mylon's keeping secrets. What's the secret? You can tell me, Mylon. Advantage One can sell your RV. That's no secret. Everyone knows that, Mylon. Hold on, kids. We can sell your RV if you bring it here. We'll sell it. Fact is, we need more. If you're done camping or ready to to upgrade, bring your RV here. We'll sell it. It's that easy. All you have to do is just pick up a check. It really is that easy. We do all of the work for you. There's still plenty of time to get out there and see the great outdoors. Come shop a Vantage One RV first. Yeah, what Merrick said. We have plenty of great pre-owned RVs in stock. But we always need more. Come see for yourself. But only if you want to save thousands. Old Water, Michigan, one mile east of Meyer on US-12 east of I-69. Shop at Vantage One RV and Auto Brokers first. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Welcome back to Larson Stadium at Cardinal Field. Sean Watson and Mike Murphy here. Justin Lopshire back in the WTVB studios producing and engineering our broadcast. Game time temperature here at Cardinal Field. A very warm 81 degrees. It'll get down to about 71 by the time we wrap things up at around 10. So what's the temperature like in your home? If you're not comfortable, call KMB Mechanical in Quincy. Their service includes repairs on your existing unit as well as free estimates for new units. Call KNB Mechanical for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning service at 639-8046. So, Murph, I'm sure you listened to some of last week's broadcast that Quinn and I did up at Grand Ledge, the opening night of the season for the Cardinals, a loss to Grand Ledge. 34 to 7. I was able to pour over the detailed stats that uh, statistician Steve Rutz had to handwrite, and uh, it wasn't pretty. Total offense 410 yards for the Comets, 167 for the Cardinals. Well, it was a tough opener, there's no doubt about it. Uh, um, and the Cardinals got half of those yards on their last drive, you know, against the second group from Grand Ledge. So so, uh, you know, Jeff and the coaching staff had a lot to talk about and work on this week, and we're seeing some of that, Sean. Some, some starters, uh, they got moved around on offense, and looks like they're going to go back to the single wing, something that, uh, you know, they're more comfortable with. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out tonight. Now, the way offensively it broke down, 257 yards of rushing for Grand Ledge compared to only 123 for Coldwater, and Zach Coffing was single-handedly responsible for 102 of those yards. Passing the two Grand Ledge quarterbacks were a combined 6 of 9 for 153 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Zach was 5 of 13, passing for 44 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Dante Work had four catches for 38 yards. Tyson Roby, three catches for 21 yards and a six-yard reception. Uh, defensively, it was, I, I thought, their uh, strongest asset last week, even though they were susceptible to giving up the big play. Tyson Roby and Evan Hamilton each had five tackles, four solo and an assist. Garrett Johns and Jack Rudin had three tackles apiece, all solo tackles. Garrett McVicker had a solo tackle and two assists. So uh, that's something positive to build on. Yeah, I think you're right, Sean. And I think Jeff and the coaching staff felt pretty good, really, about the uh, 
um, the defensive effort, and we don't see any rearrangement of the starters there for this week. So, so uh, that's a good sign. Grand Ledge definitely a, a step up in class, there's no doubt, and a very tough opener for the Cardinals. For what it's worth, we'll kind of keep our eyes on uh, Grand Ledge tonight. They're playing at Jackson High. Yes, they are, and uh, I see what in your uh, uh, rankings you sent along. DeWitt was number two in their division, I think D3. D3, and, uh, and of course Grand Ledge is in the same league that DeWitt is in, the CAAC Blue. Now, moving over to the Wolverine Conference, where Edwardsburg has been the team to beat the past, uh, I don't know, I, th- I think about a decade now, right? Yeah, boy, they are. They've had a real run. Uh, Plainwell's trying to uh, get and stay in that upper echelon. They were 6-4 and four last year, finished tied for third with Three Rivers, and they got their season off to a good start by getting a win against their arch rival, the Otsego Bulldogs. Uh, coming over from the other side of US-131, uh, the Plainwell Trojans got the 21-7 win at Otsego. Quarterback Ryan Koob was 13-15 passing for 184 yards and two touchdowns. Trammell Robinson scored all three touchdowns. He had the touchdown catches and also had a rushing touchdown. Ryan McDaniel had 65 yards rushing. Six tackles apiece for Luke Lyons, Tyler Pruss, and Matt Beck. The Trojans under second-year coach Chris Taylor. Uh, who currently has a 7-4 and four record with his uh, Trojans. Uh, so it'll be in- an interesting matchup. Uh, the Cardinals and Trojans actually played each other back in the uh, waning years of the 1990s, and playing well leads the all-time series 2-1. to one. Fun fact, the road team has won each and every game of the series, and since Coldwater is hosting, you would think that that would not bode well, but again, that's why they play the games. Well, you know, I didn't know if we had ever played playing well, but yeah, they, uh, you looked that up and found that out. So, <laughs> you know, and, and last year looking, and they were a playoff team a year ago, as you mentioned, Sean, they lost to Grand Rapids South Christian in the playoffs, and they lost big to them and also Edwardsburg. But, you know, they won the tight games in the Wolverine, uh, you know, and I think it's a team that we should be able to compete with tonight. Now, going back to the history of the series in 1998 here at Cardinal Field, Plainwell got a 31-14 win. Up at Stridell Field in Plainwell in 1999, Coldwater won in overtime 20-18, to the difference being a two-point conversion run in by uh, one of their offensive linemen, Nick Anthony. <laughs> Boy, there's some, there's some uh, highlights for you. That's, that's great research. It wasn't research. I was there, man. <laughs> I was there, man. I remember Doug Johnson calling him the bus. <laughs> <laughs> the bus. <laughs> and in the year 2000, back here at Cardinal Field, playing well, beat Coldwater 34-32. to Cardinals want to try and even up the series at 2-2 before starting Interstate 8 play next week. Absolutely. It'd be a great way to start our league season if we could uh, get on the W side tonight. Certainly, uh, and, and at least, you know, get things so that uh, looking in improving and progressing from last week. 
We'll go ahead and take this two-minute break and be back with our pregame interview with Goldwater head coach Jeff Scorfar. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. The space heater next to the curtains. The 12 plug sharing one power strip. The frayed wire inside the wall. Fire damage may happen in a flash. So may the cleanup and restoration when you call the professionals at ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties at 517-278-5261. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained specialists with more than four decades of experience in helping to make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Because when it's your home or business that's been damaged by fire, you don't just want your things clean, you want your life back as well. So when fire damage strikes, call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green vans to help put your life back together at 517-278-5261. Serve Pro a Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. With the trust of the insurance industry and more than 1,600 franchise locations, they're guaranteed to be faster to any size disaster. The cleanup specialist at Serve Pro a branch in southern Calhoun counties. Call them at 517-278-5261. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. Hey, Dean, I've heard Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is celebrating 35 years in business. So that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken. Unless we're talking about the 35 years Mobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that. And about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles in the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. We got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot, and we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Mobilia, or me, Dean Mobilia. And Mobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US-12 across the airport or visit Mobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Mobilia. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Kickoff between the Coldwater Cardinals and Plainwell Trojans coming up at the bottom of the hour. Right now, we're checking in with Coldwater head football coach Jeff Scorfar. Last week, the Cardinals opened the season up at Grand Ledge, lost to the Comets 34-7. to uh, Give us your take on how last week transpired. Well, you know, we knew we were going to have some problems with them with their, you know, their athletic ability and their speed. And quite honestly, that was the biggest difference in the game. Um, you know, they had a couple kids that were just, I mean, they're just flat out faster than us. And if we missed, missed them, we knew we were going to be in trouble. And, uh, you know, every one of their long plays, they scored on mostly long plays, um, was a breakdown by our part, uh, missed tackle. And, you know, then we just don't have the speed to catch anybody. Um, that's something that we, you know, we, we just don't have this year. So we got to be fundamentally sound. Um, you know, overall, I thought the defense actually played pretty decent, even though we, we gave up 34 points. Uh, there were some bright spots there. Uh, unfortunately, on the other side, you know, our offense, we've got a long ways to go. Um, that was not even close to what we expect. Um, it was better than what it was in the scrimmage, but we still have a long ways to go. I noticed that they really struggled in the first half, but got a little bit better during the uh, second half. So uh, there was a little bit of that, but still far away from what you were uh, hoping to see. Well, yeah, and you know, especially in you know in that second half, we put the ball on the ground. Um, you know, we had two or three fumbles in the second half, and that you know you're not going to beat anybody 
when you do that in a whole, you know, for a game, let alone in, in a half. And that's when it really started to get out of control when we started fumbling the ball and giving them the ball with the short field. Um, that really hurt us. So over this past week of practice, uh, what has the team been working on uh, offensively? Well, offensively, we've been we've been really concentrating on just coming off the ball. Um, you know, last week it looked like we were pass blocking on every play. We weren't firing off the ball. Um, so we really are concentrating on, you know, keeping our backs flat and just coming off the ball and, and driving our feet. You know, we got to get back to, you know, that quality of cold water football if we want to play with anybody. And, you know, and, uh, you know, this week in practice, it's, it's gone really well. Um, I have to say that I've been pleased with practice, but, you know, hopefully they can uh, take that into the game. And that's, that's going to be the big challenge. So tonight, the Plainwell Trojans coming into Cardinal Field. They beat their arch-rival at Siegel last week 21-7. to What did you see in the uh, game video exchange? Well, you know, they're, they're very similar to Grand Ledge. They've got a couple of skilled kids that are, that are really good. Um, you know, their one wideout, I think, scored all three of their touchdowns. And uh, he's very elusive, uh, great athlete. And they've got a quarterback that can really throw the ball. Um, you know, and then as far as their, you know, the running back goes, he's a hard-nosed kid, runs really hard. They don't run a lot of different plays. Um, they run, you know, you know, five or six running plays, but they do them well. Uh, and then they, you know, and then they throw the ball, um, you know, about 50% of the time, somewhere right around there. So they got a good mix on offense, you know, and then defense, they just play hard. They got they got a uh, good secondary. They got some good up front kids, and they got a, a couple really good linebackers. So they're just a quality, solid, solid team. You know, majority seniors returning, and uh, you know that we. Uh, um, this is one of the years that you know they were really looking to to pick it up in their league and to finish at the top of their league. So uh, we're going to have our hands full. Jeff Scorfar, head coach of the Coldwater Cardinals. Good luck tonight, and uh, thanks for your time. All right, thanks, Sean. And we're back with more after this as you are listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. Are you an empty nester and you find your current home is more than you need? Is your family growing and you need a larger home? Or perhaps you're just looking for that special lake property. Remember, when you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell. Hi, I'm Rachel at Case Realty Group in Coldwater, your local real estate connection and lake specialist. So, if you have too much home or if you need more room, when you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell at the Case Realty Group. Check us out online at caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. The space heater next to the curtains, the 12 plug sharing one power strip, the frayed wire inside the wall. Fire damage may happen in a flash. So may the cleanup and restoration when you call the professionals at ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties at 517-278-5261. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained specialists with more than four decades of experience in helping to make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Because when it's your home or business that's been damaged by fire, you don't just want your things clean, you want 
want your life back as well. So when fire damage strikes, call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green bands to help put your life back together at 517-278-5261. Serve Pro a Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. With the trust of the insurance industry and more than 1,600 franchise locations, they're guaranteed to be faster to any size disaster. The cleanup specialist at Serve Pro a Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. Call them at 517-278-5261. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Cardinal Field with Sean Watson and Mike Murphy about uh, nine and a half minutes away from the kickoff of our home opener for the Coldwater Cardinals against the Plainwell Trojans. Game time temperature here at Cardinal Field. 81 degrees, uh, southwest wind out of... Uh, a wind out of the southwest at two miles an hour, very calm breeze, an occasional gust to 10 as we've actually now dropped to 80. Supposed to get down to 71 by the time we wrap things up at around 10. So what is the temperature like in your home? If you're not comfortable, call KMB Mechanical in Quincy. Their service includes repairs on your existing unit as well as free estimates for new units. Call KMB Mechanical for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning service. 639-8046. Last week, four of the eight interstate eight teams got victories. Uh, Hastings, Marshall, Northwest, and Western. It's notable for the Northwest Mounties because it's the coaching debut and uh, a victory for their new head coach, Stafford Newsom. Yeah, always nice to get off on the right foot that first week. Coldwater, Harper Creek, Lumen Christie, surprisingly, uh, getting losses as well as Penfield. Harper Creek blasted by their crosstown rival Lakeview 28-6. Hastings won the Battle of Barry County over Thornapple Kellogg 30-20. Lumen Christie lost at New Lothrop 12-7. Lake Odessa Lakewood came from behind to beat Penfield 33-28. Marshall shut out Eaton Rapids 14-0. As we mentioned, Northwest beat Eaton Rapids. Uh, Marshall uh, checked that they... Uh, Beat Gull Lake uh, 14 to nothing, and Northwest won over Eaton Rapids 28 to six. That was a typo on my part, sorry. And then Parma Western with a 27-22 win over St. John's. Uh, this week, seven of the eight Interstate 8 teams are hosting games, including, of course, our game here. Coldwater hosting Plainwell. Harper Creek is hosting Battle Creek Central. Hastings is hosting Whitehall. Marshall, next week's opponent for the Cardinals, hosting Madawan. Jackson Northwest hosting Ann Arbor, Father Gabriel Richard. Penfield hosting their longtime rival, Olivet. And tomorrow, Lumen Christie is hosting Traverse City, St. Francis, the only team on the road in the I-8. Parma Western, and they're playing at Detroit Country Day. Boy, that is, uh, that's a step up in competition there for Parma Western. Uh, really some good, good, good matchups tonight and tomorrow for sure. Over in the Big 8, the only two teams that got wins last week were the Bronson Vikings and the Reading Rangers. Bronson beating Prairie Heights 20-7 and Reading over White Pigeon 33-14. Union City lost at Centerville. The game-winning touchdown scored midway through the fourth quarter there, 20-14. Quincy lost to Sand Creek 8-0. Jonesville lost to Hillsdale 35-12. Your Homer Trojans, Murph. Lost in a shootout up at Ithaca, 60-29, and Springport lost at Stockbridge, 38-6. Tonight is opening night for the Big 8, part of the schedule. Quincy playing at Union City, Bronson at Springport, Homer in Jonesville, and in a non-conference game, Reading playing at Grass Lake. 
Yeah, so Joe Bria, the uh, Grand Ledge coach, he uh, he was at Homer a couple of years before he made his way up to Grand Ledge. But, boy, the Trojans, that Ithaca team has traditionally been just so tough in uh, one of the smaller divisions. So, yeah, tough opener. But, uh, you know, coaches like like to have those. Gosh, think of the years Coldwater opened with Lumen Christie for so many years. Always course, a tough challenge. I was going to say, while we wait, the uh, marching band to make their first appearance of the season. Uh, uh, talk about some changes coming possibly to the Interstate 8 with Lumen Christie applying to become a member of the Catholic High School League. Uh, we haven't wor- heard word yet on whether or not they were approved, but the move has been made. Right. 34 teams stretch in that Catholic League from... Ann Arbor and now Jackson now down to Toledo, Detroit area. Um, so so it'll be interesting to see Lumen Christie uh, moving into that area and, and uh, you know, the I-8 needing to pick up another team then. Of course, you and I saw a Catholic League team up close and personal in Warren D. LaSalle last year during the boys' basketball season, the team that eventually won the Division One state championship. Yeah, and I see they're ranked number one uh, going into this season after the first week in the fo- in football of in course football, they're also the yeah. defending uh, state champs in i believe d2 right and you know our soccer team the other day played uh, detroit country day and <clears throat> just a great experience for for those guys of coach Kendallanis to to play a team of that caliber again a, a perennial a state favorite while we have a chance, let's uh, go ahead and get to your keys of the game. Uh, you jotted them down quite quickly during the uh, playback of the interview with Coach Scorfar. Yes, uh, you know, offensively, as we mentioned, Coach Scorfar is going to go back to the wing and uh, something that, uh, you know, we've run for so many years successfully. So the improvement, you know, we would like to see that, that uh, offense sustain some drives, pick up some first downs, keep that defense off the field. As he mentioned, the offensive line, fire off the ball, come off there and be a little more aggressive. And then defensively, Sean, just just to stop drives. You know, you're, you're not going to stop this team all night with their passing efficiency. 13 out of 15 last week. But, you know, if you can kind of bend, don't break thing, um, I, I think that's going to be uh, get some key stops at the right time. And then, of course, turnovers and penalties, always a big thing, play a part in any high school football game that was kind of a uh, thing that you could make a key to the game any old week right well yeah you, you really do and you know and that's always been one of the cardinal strengths coach scorefire uh, just very few penalties and if you can keep those turnovers down uh, boy good things happen ladies and gentlemen Coldwater high school proudly presents the Coldwater high school cardinal marching band Bill Milnes is the announcer for the band this year, the high school principal. Believe it or not, we've got our first update from the WTVB scoreboard, and that's from the Quincy Union City game out of Alumni Field. The Chargers scoring on a safety with 5.49 left in the first quarter. Quincy had the ball, shotgun snap, sailed over the quarterback's head, and over and out of the end zone for the safety. 2-0 Chargers. Well, I see Troy... On the, in the paper, predicted Union City to win a close game in that one. and we'll, we'll see. We'll be following that one closely tonight.
The band is marching out onto their field. The junior drum major is Natalie Garn. The senior drum major this year is Carly Nicely. We saw an awful lot of during the softball season, incidentally. Yes, we did. The uh, She could crush the ball. Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for loyalty. The Coldwater High School Fight Song. I got to stand. You know, uh, Sean, we, we see these band kids working for a week before school starts to get this program ready. And what a great job they do. Don't forget they have the band camp immediately before the fair parade as well. Yeah. We can tell you that Plainwell won the pregame coin toss and elected to receive the opening kickoff. So... Once we come back from this two-minute break, we'll see the Plainwell offense first and give you the starting lineups for the Plainwell offense and the Coldwater defense. Kickoff coming up at the bottom of the hour. You are listening to Coldwater Cardinal football from Cardinal Field on WTVB. In times of uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call in someone who's invested in your success. I'm Diana Butler. And I'm Jordan Butler, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisors. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call us at 517-279-0541. That's 517-279-0541. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. The no problem people, your local auto owner's agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. Wow, look at this Meyer grocery haul. They have so many deals. Like buy one, get one free, 80% lean ground beef. And Kingsford Twin Pack Original Charcoal for $17.95. Did you get Briar's Ice Cream Lay's Potato Chips, Coca-Cola, and Pepsi products for the block party? Yep, they're buy five, save $5. Plus, we could have it delivered. Nice. Meyer's ending summer the right way. Get more for your money with the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop. In-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Nottawa Gas, your family-owned propane supplier for over 30 years, offers a remote tank monitoring system, so you'll never have to worry about running out of propane. And Nottawa Gas offers convenient payment options, too, including automatic payments and safe, secure online bill pay. The best prices of the season are available now, plus all 20-pound bottle fills are just $13.48 at Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Taconcha on Old 27, or online at nottawagas.com. Hey, and don't forget that grill. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Welcome back to Cardinal Field. we got some more updates coming in from our colleague Troy Tennyson. After one quarter, Union City with a 2-0 lead over Quincy. Bronson leading Springport 8-0 in the first quarter. And in eight-player football, it's to conch on top of Waldron, 14-0. Here, we're about to kick off. Coldwater's home opener against the Plainwell Trojans. And as we mentioned, Plainwell won the opening toss and will receive the kickoff. 
So once we get underway, we will see Ryan Koob, the starting quarterback, a 6'3", 190-pound senior, with tailback Ryan McDaniel, H-back Landon Schumacher, split in Nick Rachel, flankle, flanker Trammell Robinson, split in Michael Griffey in the offensive line. Each one of them is listed at 200 pounds for an average weight across of 200. Lucas Lyons, Tyler Price, Owen Lummer, Noah Miller, and Landon Shannon. They must figure close enough. 200, we'll call it good. Trevor Hensinger getting ready to kick off the ball at the south 40. Cardinals moving from right to left, and the Plainwell Trojans from left to right. Two players standing at the Trojan five-yard line to our left. We receive the kickoff. We'll go over the starting Coldwater defense after the kickoff return. It's a low squig kick. It's going to be grabbed by one hand by Trammell Robinson. Uh-oh, he was the guy that scored all three touchdowns last week against uh, Otsego, and he returns it to the 43-yard line. Boy, he uh, showed some good good running there right up the middle on the return. A little juking and jiving there, but the Cardinals brought him down. It's going to be at uh, their own 43-yard line here. Alex Roby among the people to bring down uh, Trammell Robinson. Starting on the D-line for Coldwater, Kevin Hall and Dante Work are the end. Zach Lewis is the nose guard. It's an average of 192 across. Coup on the shotgun. Handoff goes left side to Ryan McDaniel. Good gain left side on first down. He gains about eight before the Cardinals gang tackle him. The outside linebackers, Drake Thornton and Trey Miller. The inside backers, Jack Rudin and Tyson Roby. An average weight for the front seven of 180. The cornerbacks are Alex Roby and Evan Porter. Hunter Munson and Zach Hoffing are the safeties. Second and two for playing well. Balls at the Cardinal 49-yard line. First down markers at the 47. Coob out of the shotgun. Two receivers left, one right. Handoff again goes to Ryan McDaniel. Cardinals stop him for a loss. Tyson Roby in on the tackle. Jack Rudin as well. Nice job by the Cardinals there. No gain, even a, a loss of one, actually. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to set up third and three right at midfield. During the pregame show, we mentioned that Kube was 13 of 15 passing for two touchdowns in the game against Otsego. Give you a scoring update from the Union City-Quincy game after the third and three play here. Man in motion. It's Trammell Robinson, and he's dropped for a loss as well. They'll give him no gain. Fourth and three coming up for playing well. Boy, awesome job defensively. Cardinals staying in their lanes. It was a counter, and they were right there to stop it. Not just one guy. There was about three of them there to make the play. With 9.30 left in the second quarter, Union City now on top of Quincy, 10 to nothing. Riley Laird with a six-yard touchdown run, and he also ran in the two-point conversion. I didn't see anybody listed as a kicker or a punter on the Plainwell roster. That tells me, in addition to what we see out there in the field, that the Trojans are going for it, and they're going to be stopped shy of the first down. Handoff went to Ryan McDaniel. He stopped about a yard shy. Great defensive stand for the Cardinals. Boy, that's got to just be a shot in the arm uh, coming off that game last week to have a 
have a play like that defensively so early in the game. It's going to be at their own 49-yard line. Three plays in a row. They just stopped uh, cold, the uh, Trojans of of, uh, Penfield. Yeah, playing well. Zach Coffing out at quarterback. He's a 6'2", 184-pound junior. He'll take the snap out of the shotgun. And he'll keep the ball himself, run left side. Nice holes as he gets it into Trojan territory, stood up and pushed back at the 45-yard line. Let's go over quickly the rest of the starting Coldwater offense. Tyson Roby and Jack Root in the running backs. Alex Roby, a wingback. Chase Levy, a split end. Dante Work, the tight end, the offensive line. Nolan Thomas, Kevin Hall, Garrett Johns getting the start at center. Drake Thornton and Garrett McVicker. It's an average weight across of 205. 208 and a half when you add in the 226-pound tight end, Dante Work. Second and four for the Cardinals. And again, it's coughing. Mount a seam on the left side. He is about a yard shy of the first down marker. Well, last week, uh, there was only about four carries that Zach Coffing did not run last week. And uh, Cardinals right into that page this week. The first two runs by Zach off that left side. Aiden Young on the stop for playing well. Third and one. One receiver on the left side. Again, a... First down, and just a hair more for Zach Coffing. He's brought down at the 40. Yeah, he did a really nice job. He got stopped his initial uh, progress, and then he made the spin to get him that first down. Let's go over the starting playing well defense. On the D-line, Tyler Price and Noah Miller are the tackles, and Aiden Young is the nose guard. All 275 pounds of him for an average across of 225. Matt Beck, Jackson Miller, Lucas Lyons, and Landon Shannon are the linebackers. Average weight for the Trojan front seven, 207. Michael Gagno and Michael Griffey are the cornerbacks. Evan Geringer and Trammell Robinson are the safeties. Hunter Munson, Hunter Munson with his first carry. And he gets up to the 38, a gain of two. Gain of two, not a gain of four. This is wishful <laughs> thinking. Uh, who's... Who's on the down box tonight, Murph? Well, I, I know Denny Scheidler's over there. I think maybe Marty Gokenauer, but uh, yeah. Hey, maybe Denny can get us a couple extra yards. Second and eight. Out of the shotgun. It's Zach Coughing. Favoring that left side, it's where the heavy hitters are for Coldwater's offensive line. We've got Nolan Thomas at 239, Kevin Hall at 219. Dante Work when he lines up on the left side at uh, 226. Your center is at 197. On the right side, Drake Thornton's at 165, and Garrett McVicker at 205. About a gain of three, third, and five. Yeah, and they've been having the wing back over on that side, too. Alex Roby been running to the strong side. Coughing again with the ball. The holes didn't develop as quickly that time. He only got a... A little less than two. So close to the end zone, you'd think the Cardinals are going to go for it. Sure enough, Zach Coffin is checking in with Jeff Scorfar, the head coach. 
Big fourth and three play here. Uh, Cardinals have picked up one first down on this drive when they got to excellent field position. Let's see if they can keep it going here. No score with six and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Trojans went four and out first time around. Fumble on the exchange. Plainwell is going to get the ball back. Tyler Pruce had the fumble recovery for Plainwell. So we remain scoreless as we count down to the halfway point of the quarter. Well, in in essence, that fumble may not have uh, been uh, like your normal turnover where if you're deep in your own end, they, if they didn't get the first down, it was basically uh, a wash at the same area. Coughing, they tried to kind of toss it to the wing back coming across, going the opposite way, and just didn't make the connection. Ryan Kub and company back out on the field. Two receivers right, one left. Kub out of the shotgun. Fake the handoff to the running back. It's going to be a quick toss to Landon Schumacher. Running left side. He'll get the first down. Finally first out of bounds. Pass midfield. About a gain of 14 on the play. Yeah, just a nice little toss. And uh, one of the Cardinals got stiff-armed. Could have been about half of that gain, but then uh, they had to get him over on the sideline, far sideline. First and 10, ball marked at the Cardinal 49. Second possession of the game for the Plainwell Trojans. There's no score. Yeah, they were very conservative on their first drive, just kept it on the ground, all four plays. It was the first time that the Trojans put it up in the air. They're going to do so again on play action. Ball is dropped at the Plainwell 47-yard line. Intended receiver was Landon Schumacher on the right side. Hey, that was a great job. Uh, Drake Thornton got some pressure on the quarterback right away and uh, made him rush that throw. Second and 10. Clock stopped. 6.02 left to play in the first quarter. As we mentioned, for the first time in five years, we have a full squad of Coldwater sideline cheerleaders. Something that's been missing in our soundtrack for about four or five years, you think? Play action pass. Tossed to the right side and a grab at the 36-yard line by Michael Griffey. More than enough for the first down for the Trojans. Evan Porter on the tackle. Yeah, quarterback just kind of rolled to his right. Receiver was open by a good five, six yards and just tossed it out to him. Second first down of this drive. A gain of 14. Landon Schumacher is a wing on the right side. Again, fake the handoff, rolling out to pass, looking left side. Coming up with a ball on the flat at the 25. Nick Rachel is forced out of bounds. Yeah, again, a little pressure on the quarterback there, but uh, he just tossed it. Had a lot of air on that one to get it over on the far side. A gain of nine, second and one.
No score, but playing well is this close to the end uh, to the red zone, rather. 26 yards away from the end zone. This time it's a run up the middle. Ryan McDaniel stood up at the 20, but it's going to be plenty for the first down on a gain of six. Jack Rudin on the tackle. Rudin's going to come out. Special acknowledgement to the official spotter, Dave Rumsey, sitting right next to us. Yeah, we always always have a great job by these guys up in the box that have been doing it for years. And a great pair of binoculars to boot. First and 10 from the 20. Fake the handoff, rolling right to pass. Looking for an open receiver. Ball is tipped oh. and into the arms of Nick Rachel for the touchdown. Oh, geez. That's just a bad break. Uh, number 16, Hunter Munson, had that thing go right between his hands, right into the uh, hands of the Trojans. So it is Plainwell that gets on the board first with 4.19 left in the first quarter. We'll see what they do for the extra point. Landon Devaney, who is listed in our roster as a backup quarterback, will attempt the point after Matt Beck is the holder. And the kick is good. good. 4.19 left to play in the first. It is playing well. Seven, cold water, nothing. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. I just love this restaurant, El Chirito. That's El Cerrito. Oh, right. They have the best chimichangas. Actually, it's chimichangas. You must not eat Mexican food very often. Yes, at least once a week. But El Chirito is my favorite. Stop by El Cerrito for lunch or dinner, even if you can't pronounce it. They'll serve up an endless of chips and salsa while you decide what menu item will fill your craving. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Just got a scoring update from the Quincy Union City game. Eli Payne with a 20-yard touchdown pass to Jeremy Zier. Eli Payne tosses to Aiden Decker for the two-point conversion with 8.02 left in the second quarter out on Alumni Field. Union City on top of Quincy, 18 to nothing. And Bronson possibly on their way to improving 2-0. They're leading Springport in the first quarter, 22 to nothing. Here at Cardinal Field, 4.19 left in the first quarter. It was a Ryan Koob 20-yard pass that glanced off a Coldwater player and fell into the arms of Nick Rachel in the end zone. After the point after kick, it's 7-0 Plainwell. Here comes the kickoff, and it's going to be caught at the 9-yard line. Return to the 20, running right side, an ankle tackle, slowed up. Finally brought down at the 23. Yep, Tyson Roby. Yeah, Bronson has a really good opportunity to start 2-0 this year, opening up with Prairie Heights and Springport. So first and 10, Cardinals will take it at their own 29. 4-12 to go in the first quarter. Speaking of the Bronson Vikings, I would say their first real test will come up next week with a non-conference contest hosting Michigan Center at Charles Hilton Field. Mm-hmm. Here we go back here, first and 10, Coldwater from their 29-yard line. 
gee, I wonder who's going to get the ball this time. <laughs> it's been a steady diet of runs by Zach Coffing to the left side. This time he gets about five. We'll bring up second and five at the 34. Yeah, you wonder if uh, Coach Scorfar trying to set something up now to that right side. That's what they tried on the fourth down play, trying to toss it to the wing back, but uh, didn't, didn't make that connection. Let's see what they come up with here on second and five. Coughing out of the shotgun. Roby stands next to him. Low snap. It's going to be a keeper by Coughing. Runs left side and gets brought down at about the 37. Yeah, Tyson Roby it was. It was Roby that time. Yeah. Sets up a very manageable here, third and two. See if this might be the time they try and run something to the right we haven't seen so far. Roby is the wing back on the left side. Direct snap went to Tyson Roby. It's going to be so, so close the first down. That's yeah, a good tough running by Roby. He got hit right at the line of scrimmage and did manage to get a yard or two and make the first down. So Garrett Johns at the center. Garrett is uh, playing his first year of football as a senior, and he's, I think, going to be a valuable member on the line. Played some defense last week as well, had some tackles. I just strapped my headset back on after assisting uh, Bill Milnes on a PA uh, system issue. Who are you talking about as we get a run up the middle by Roby? Yeah, uh, Garrett Johns. Okay. Yeah. Had, uh, you know, he came in and some substitute work on defense last week. Had three solo tackles. He's doing a good job at that center position. Roby with a seven-yard gain. So we count down to two yeah. minutes left to play in the first quarter. Playing well on top of Coldwater, seven to nothing. I think that was actually Rudin. He's the, he's the short guy in the formation. Again, this is what happens when I stop paying attention for just a split second. Handoff goes to Roby, running the right side. That was what you were calling for, and it worked. He gets up to the 41 of the Plainwell Trojans in the first down. Boy, Alex did a good job. He had one of the uh, Trojans right in his face, made a nice fake step inside like he was going to turn it up, and then used his speed to get the first down to the far side. Plainwell is going to take a timeout with a minute 44 left to play in the first quarter. Sounds like there is a defensive breakdown that their head coach, Chris Taylor, wasn't too thrilled about, nor the assistants, Rick Babbitt, Scott Cool, Scott Arlington, or Jake Wisnaski. Yeah, the Cardinals with a couple of first downs in this drive. It's what they had their first drive before it got stalled down at around the 30. 7-0 playing well on top of Coldwater, but the Cardinals are driving to tie the game. Again, with a minute 44 left to play in the first quarter. You know, on, on your starters listed, Coldwater has about seven guys that are going both ways. It's a warm night out there tonight, but Coach Scorfar does a good job of getting uh, subs in for a few plays at a time, you know, to rest those guys. So, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of used to that. 
Fun fact, I was trying to record the band's pregame show. My phone actually overheated. That's how warm it is. <laughs> it does feel better now that apparently the sun's heading down behind some trees behind us. The lights have long ago been turned on. Hopefully, if you remember last year's home opener, they'll stay on through the bitter end of the game, for better or for worse. <laughs> we, won't, we won't be here till midnight, huh? That was another game. That, that was homecoming last year. Or, mm -hmm. if I recall correctly, kickoff didn't happen until 940. Yeah, those lightning delays. Back underway, coming out of the plane well timeout. First and 10, Coldwater. Direct snap, weaving his way through the Plainwell defense. Tyson Roby with a good game, brought down at the 37. Yeah, that was a nice job by Tyson. He turned it up, made some, made a nice gain. What about six yards? Yep, that'll bring up second and four. You mentioned that left side, Sean. They've been doing an outstanding job. That's at uh, guard Kevin Hall, the tackle Nolan Thomas. Again, the wing back is usually on that side. Just uh, it's where they've been making their, their yardage for the most part. Second and four. Run up the middle for coughing. Gets up to the 34. A very manageable third and a very long one coming up. Well, and this is what you want out of the Cardinal offense, what we've been used to seeing over the years. If they can sustain drives, take time off the clock, it's just really to their advantage. Not, you know, used to see them do too much with a passing game. Coughing hasn't attempted one yet. Should be the final play of the quarter. Third and one. It's coughing. He runs the right side this time. I th thought he was going to get enough for the first down, but he was pushed backwards. Going to mark him at the 34. First down markers at the 33. So we will have a very important fourth down coming up once we switch sides and start the second quarter. After one, it is playing well seven and cold water nothing from here at Cardinal Field, the home opener for the Cardinals. Back in a minute, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. As we all live longer, age really is just a number, but retirement is so much more than one. Hi, I'm Jay Wright, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisor, and I want to know what your retirement means to you. Together, we can take a look at the big picture and make a strategy to help you reach your goals. Because you can't prepare for the unexpected if you don't know where you're headed. Call me at 279-1938 to get started today. That's 279-1938. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We talk about a very important fourth down coming up to start the second quarter for the Coldwater Cardinals. Ball is at the Plainwell 34. First down marker is at the 33. Yeah, it was nice to have a little extra time to decide what you want to do here. 
Here we go, Zach coughing out of the shotgun. Direct snap went to Tyson Roby. Instead, he stood Ooh, up in the line of scrimmage. Boy, that might be just a little short. Well, we will have an exchange of personnel that was literally inches short. Yeah, Tyson Roby just tried to go right up the middle and just got about half of the uh, Trojan defense there waiting for him. Hey, Murph, we just got another update from the cross-county battle at Alumni Field between Union City and Quincy. Eli Payne to Rick Austin for an 88-yard touchdown pass. Two-point conversion, no good. With 408 left in the half, Union City all over Quincy, 24 to nothing. Wow. Here it's first and 10 playing well. Ryan Koo passing right side. Caught by Trammell Robinson at the 49. Original line of scrimmage was at the 34, so it's about a 16-yard, 15-yard gain. We'll spot the ball at the 49 and a first down for Plainwell. <laughs> Those teams that uh, have a successful passing attack, boy, it's just, just very hard at the high school level defensively to have the athletes to be able to keep that in check. But let's see if the Cardinals ball almost a midfield here. Since that first drive, Plainwell has just went almost exclusively to the pass. Play action, flush out of the pocket is Kube. He's back at the 40, now to the 45. He's going to be brought down at about the line of scrimmage for looks like no gain. Yeah, that was a nice hit. Hunter Munson. Evan Hamilton, the uh, sophomore. Yeah, got some help there. See what do we got? I think two sophomores up on the uh, varsity. In addition to, in addition to Evan Hamilton, we have starter Garrett McVicker. Yeah. Garrett over on the uh, right tackle on offense. Second and ten. Kuba the shotgun. Play action fake. Now a toss right side. It's a jump ball. The pass was intended for Plainwell's Trammell Robinson. Yeah, coughing got over to uh, get in front of the receiver. Almost got a hand on it, and then uh, Tyson Roby had some good pressure on the quarterback as well. You're talking uh, Zach coughing, probably Trammell Robinson with his ups. They both are pretty decent basketball players, it sounds like. <laughs> 10.25, I was going to say 10.25 left to play in the first half. Clock stopped. Yeah. As you said, third and 10. See if the Cardinals can get a big, big stop here. It's going to be a handoff left side to the 45, 40, to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Ryan McDaniel. A 51-yard touchdown run. So the pass was setting up that big run. Boy, just uh, Cardinals couldn't quite contain. I know Quinn was saying last week that was one of their issues defensively was uh, staying in their lanes and uh, and uh, keeping contained, and it just didn't work out that time. 
Score coming with 10-16 left to play in the first half. Landon Devaney getting ready to kick the extra point. Score coming with 10-16 left in the half. Here's a snap. Here's a hold. A rush is put on. Cardinals almost got the block, but Devaney splits the uprights. It's now 14-0, playing well on top of Coldwater. 10-16 left in the first half. Back in 30, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. If you've always dreamed of building a new home, Matt Hallett Homes encourages you to start planning today. Now more than ever, modular housing is a better value. You simply get more home for the money and outstanding quality from floor to ceiling. As a residential builder, Matt Hallett Homes offers fully customizable modular homes, plus any additional structures, including garages, decks, even barns. Stop by Matt Hallett Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater, visit MattHallettHomes.com, and like them on Facebook. Facebook. Matt Hale at Homes, always built around family. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Now imagine this, uh, three straight stops uh, going, trying to go through the air and then on fourth down, the Trojans break out a 51-yard touchdown run from Ryan McDaniel to go up 14-0 on Coldwater. Yeah, they'd hardly run the ball since that first drive and living with the uh, pass, but had the Cardinals fooled on that one. Here comes the kickoff. It is going to be caught at the five-yard line. Return to the 15 to the 20, trying to pick his way through the line and brought down at the 27-yard line. Hunter Munson with a return. Munson on the kick return. Well, it's going to set up the Cardinals Jackson here. Miller First and tackle. 10 at their own 28-yard line. They've had a couple drives, uh, pick up a couple first downs each time. But you on the track with that CHS Cardinal flag. Let's get the wave going and pump things up here at Cardinal Stadium. Follow the flag. That was the voice of CHS principal and I guess head cheerleader Bill Mills, right? <laughs> on first and 10, a very, very minimal gain on the right side for coughing. Yeah, the Cardinals haven't went to the right side very much, but uh, that one picked up about a yard, yard and a half. They'll bring up second and nine. Yeah, between quarters, boy, the Cardinal uh, percussion unit Got the crowd going, did a great job down there. And and you mentioned that cheer squad, uh, Sean, has re- really got a bunch there. Nice big group there. Almost two dozen. On second and nine. Trying to run the sweep left side was Tyson Roby. And maybe a gain of one there, Murph. Yeah, Tyson a little limping going back to the huddle. Tyler Cruz on the tackle. Third down from the 30-yard line. See Hunter Munson checking in. Yeah, he's going to come in for Roby. Is Roby struggling to get off the field here? Yeah, that is a very noticeable limp. Meanwhile, Hunter Munson uh, kind of favoring one leg over the other as well as he walked onto the field. Coughing out of the shotgun. Oh, it's a low snap. Directly to Hunter Munson, trying to run the left side. 
the Cardinals are going to be stopped shy Munson of the first down. Munson's brought down at the 31. By Nick, Rachel. Nick Rachel on the tackle for Plainwell. Yeah, we haven't seen Zach Coffing attempt to put it into the Four air down. yet. Uh, um, you know, Dante Work caught, what was it, four or five balls last week? Yes. The big 6-7 tight end. Hensinger into punt for Coldwater. Just didn't Lady feel like uh, kind of deep in their own end that they wanted to risk that, I guess. Hunter Munson did a fair job punting last week, but Trevor Hensinger will do punting duties uh, this time around. We see Evan Hamilton late getting on board to provide a three-person wall in front of Hensinger. Yeah, I might have been coming in for Roby. Timeout, Coldwater. Coldwater calling a timeout as they recognize they were running short on time on the play clocks here at Cardinal Field. 7.58 left to play in the first half. Cardinals trailing Plainwell by a 14-0 tally. Unlike last week, Murph, we haven't seen any yellow laundry. No penalty flags thrown so far. Not a one, have we, yeah. Just, the, Car- the Cardinals were minimally penalized uh, last week compared to uh, Grand Ledge. Uh, you remember the stats that I collected. There were quite a few penalties that were called against the Comets. Didn't seem to hurt them any. Yep. Just the one turnover. The Cardinals fumbled on a fourth down play, and that was at about the uh, 30-yard line of playing well. So Cardinals in punt formation here, 7.58 to go in the half. They trail 14 to nothing. You may also remember from last week, uh, Hunter Munson was run into a couple of times attempting punts. That resulted in a couple of those grand ledge uh, penalties. The snap went through Hensinger's legs like he gave up a goal, and he's going to be brought down at the Cardinal nine-yard line, first and goal. Oof. The last yeah. thing that the Cardinals want to have happen right here. Yes, low snap. And I think I heard you mention last week, who was the, who was the long snapper? It was someone that uh, we were didn't expect to be in. Oh, I think it was coughing, wasn't it, last week? I think I heard you guys say. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was that time, but I, I just remember that from last week, you guys mentioning that. First and goal from the nine. Kube with a high snap of his own. Fake the handoff. It's going to be a pass and a touchdown for Evan Gerlinger. Oh, he got out of the arms of number 16 Munson there out on the flat. Just a uh, nice little pitch and catch score for the Trojans. Thought it was 10. It was actually number 16, Landon Schumacher. Yep, I recognize that now. So 20 nothing, playing well. Extra point to come with 7.45 left in the half. Brush is put on. It's a low kick. Looked like it curved a little bit to the left, but it went through the uprights. It's now 21-0. 
Playing well on top of Coldwater with 7.45 left in the first half. Back in 30, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Nottawa Gas, your family-owned propane supplier for over 30 years, offers a remote tank monitoring system, so you'll never have to worry about running out of propane. And Nottawa Gas offers convenient payment options, too, including automatic payments and safe, secure online bill pay. The best prices of the season are available now, plus all 20-pound bottle fills are just $13.48 at Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Tecancha on Old 27, or online at nottawagas.com. Hey, and don't forget that grill. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 21-0, playing well on top of Coldwater. The last scoring drive aided and abetted by a punt that went through the punter's legs and was down right in the red zone exactly at the 10-yard line, and it only took one play for Ryan Koob to find uh, Landon Schumacher, and he uh, did the rest. Yep, that was uh, certainly set it up just to one play uh, to get into the end zone. Kind of a squib kick, and it's caught at the 40. Were the Trojans trying the intentional onside? Chase Levy catches the ball at the Cardinal 40. Yeah, I was I was looking down, writing things down. I didn't catch that, but it certainly was a short one. Gives the Cardinals good field position. Got a scoring update from the Penfield-Olivet rivalry game. Penfield, of course, will be Coldwater's opponent for homecoming at the end of September, mm-hmm. which will be the next game that you'll be broadcasting with me, right? Right, yeah, homecoming. Well, anyway, Olivet leads Penfield 12-0 at the half. Here it is all playing well so far, 21-0. It looked like a busted play as I see players falling uh, down on the right side of the line. Jack Rudin with the one-and-a-half-yard carry. Yeah, the Cardinals, their first couple drives, they've been able to pick up a couple first downs each time. But, uh, boy, since then it seems like... uh, Plainwell has kind of been able to figure out this run game, and it's been uh, been some tough sledding for the Cardinals. See what coughing and the offense comes up with here. Munson is in there. Tyson Roby out with a little bit of a injury sustained last drive. Low snap to coughing. He's rolling out to pass. And is it a catch at the 48? It sure yes. is for Chase Levy had the catch. Yeah. Zach being a left-handed quarterback, first pass of the night. And Zach rolling to his left. And Levy made a really nice sliding catch. A seven-yard gain, third and two. How about this scoring update? At the half, Grand Ledge 21, Jackson High 15. Good ball game. Of course, Grand Ledge beat Coldwater last week, 34-7. Playing well, leading Coldwater right now, 21-0. Third and two. Zach Coffing receives the, uh, or was that Hunter Munson? That was Munson. Okay. Direct snap to Munson and maybe about a half a yard. So kind of a wildcat look that we're seeing from the Cardinals. You never know who the ball gets snapped to. Yeah, Tyson Roby is going to come in for Munson here on fourth down. Fourth and a long one or two. Coughing getting the play here. 
5.45 to go in the first half. Scoreboard operator is saying fourth and two, and since it's uh, former Judge Wood and Joe Hayes on the scoreboard, I'm not going to argue with them, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it, it definitely looks that way. Shotgun snap, run to the right side, and just enough for the first down. Well, Roby came in just in time. That second effort, that lunge, got him the first down. Into Plainwell territory at the 49. Chains move, 527 left to play in the first half. Cardinals trying to stem the shutout that Plainwell has been pitching so far, currently 21-0. See if uh, Jeff calls for a passing play here. First and 10, snap goes to coughing, hands off on the sweep to Alex Roby, stutter stepping and is dropped and around the 47. Yeah, Roby, the wing back over on the left side, coming across the formation. Not a bad pickup, about three, set up second and seven. Guess what, Murph? Your Homer Trojans just got an update. They're leading Jonesville 26-16 at the half. Oh boy, that's a a tough game in the uh, Big Eight. Against, of course, the two teams that are going to defect for the Cascades Conference next year. Jack Rudin will bring up third and one. Yeah, that's the short snap. Rudin's only about a yard behind the offensive line. Got a good gain there. It's going to set up third and a long one. About a six-yard gain, right? There you go, yeah. Balls at the 40, first down markers at the 39. Under four minutes left to play in the half. Each team has two timeouts remaining. Who gets a snap? It's going to be Tyson Roby. Spun a, at the first down marker. I don't know if they're going to give it to him based on where they're initially indicating the spot. Yeah, it's going to just about no gain. It was a really good job by one of the Trojans. He stood up Tyson, and Tyson's a tough kid. He just held him until he could get a little help. Fourth and one, let's see if they can pick it up as they did this last uh, fourth down. Chase Levy split out on the left side. Here comes the snap, low snap to Tyson Roby. He's not going to get it. He stood up about a yard behind the line of scrimmage. Plainwell's going to take over and around the Coldwater 41, 42 yard line. Yeah, just just no room there. You know, the Trojans were just waiting for Tyson. The snap was a little low, and, and, you know, you can't get your momentum going toward the line of scrimmage. You have to kind of reach back for that. And So it turns it over here to the Trojans. Three minutes to go in the half. And how about this halftime score, Murph? At the half, Hastings is trailing Whitehall 28-24. to 24. Wow, what a shootout. Of course, we visit Hastings in a couple of weeks. First and 10, looking for a safety valve and finding him. Ooh, nice stiff arm by the part of Landon Schumacher. He's going to take it to the house once again, his second touchdown of the night. 
My gosh, that was just a, an incredible run by Schumacher. Hold on, there is a flag way back at the Plainwell 47-yard line. Our first penalty marker of the night. Well, that's kind of, it looks like uh, they're pointing the pointing back, so I think the Cardinals are going to see this one come back. Boy, Schumacher, 6'1", 215 pounds. He just bowled over a couple of Cardinals on that drive. The referee was given the wireless microphone, right? Yep. All right. Personal foul, blindside block, white, 15-yard penalty, still first down. Well, that's a great time for our first penalty as a game. Hey, guys, were they able to hear that at all? Yeah, they said a uh, line five block. Blind side, yeah, blind side block. Yep. So apparently you move it back to the Plainwell 38-yard line. It's a spot Go fall. It's still going to be first down Plainwell, but it's going to be back at the 38. Looked like they were setting up a screen. Cardinals yeah. had like three guys in on the quarterback, <laughs> and uh, there wasn't any offensive line people in front of Schumacher, but it didn't really matter. He bowled over whoever was in the way. 2.45 left to play in the first half. Cardinals trail 21-0. Ryan Koob taking the shotgun snap. He's in hot pursuit by Tyson Roby. And just throws the ball away. Intended receiver was a diving Nick Rachel. That's a great effort by Tyson Roby. Boy, he's just, <laughs> he's kind of, been about the, the most valuable player on both sides of the ball. He, he's been carrying the key third and fourth down plays and and then really getting good pressure on the quarterback. Second and 13 coming up for Plainwell. 15 on the play clock. It seems odd on an incomplete pass. Second and 13. Oh, he did start at first and 13 after the penalty on the blindside block. Yeah, just an odd call. Handoff goes to Ryan McDaniel running on the left side. It's forced out of bounds near midfield to spot the ball at the Plainwell 49. Alex Roby, Hunter Munson in on the stop. Ball spotted at the 50-yard line. Third down. Scoring updates at the half. Union City is leading Quincy 24-0. Bronson is leading Springport 30-6. And an eight-player football in the second quarter to Concha on top of Waldron 28-6. Here Plainwell leads Coldwater 21-0. Plainwell has the ball. Fake the handoff. It's going to be toss right side to Trammell Robinson. He's got a burst of speed going in. He's going to score. 50-yard touchdown pass. Boy, that was just, uh, uh, he hit that guy out in the right flat, and he ran for about 20 yards before he got to any Cardinals. That's going to make it 27-0, 221 to go, first half. Pending the point after kick, of course. Landon Devaney getting ready to kick said extra point. Devaney in for the point after. Move holding. 
Low snap. Cardinals again trying in vain to get a block. PAT is good, making the storm score 28-0 Trojans on top of the Cardinals. 2.21 left in the half. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Friday nights at the game can feel like a heat wave or winter's worst, so be prepared either way. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey with Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery. We carry logo t-shirts and shorts for the warm nights and insulated scarves, hats, and coats for the cold nights. We're a one-stop shop for school spirit wear, promotional items, and banners. Call Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery at 278-8101 or stop in at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Hey, Murph, were you wondering who Plainwell is playing next week as they currently lead Coldwater 28 to nothing? Who they got? Uh, they play at Sturgis. Oh, okay. Second Wolverine Conference game of the season for the Plainwell Trojans, and I'd say they're well on their way to improving to 2-0 the way they keep playing. Yeah, See, who are the Trojans playing this week? Oh, they're playing at Vicksburg tonight. That should be a, um, a dogfight. Low squib kick. It's going to take a couple of hops and is picked up at the 15. Brought back to the 30. Alex Roby. Alex Roby with a return. Yep, 2.15 to go in the half. Let's see if the Cardinals can... Get something going here before the half. First down, it's been tough sledding. Been able to keep, pick up a couple of first downs in basically each first half drive, but just not able to sustain enough to get near the red zone. Now, speaking of uh, the Sturgis-Vicksburg game, as I were, at the half, it's Vicksburg 21, Sturgis 7. Sturgis shut out Niles last week to open their season, so it's a possibility they could be one and one at the end of the night when they host Plainwell next week. Well, Coffin picks up about five there. I'll say it's uh, second and six. Looks more like, uh, based on where they spot the ball, a four-yard gain. Under two minutes left to play in the half. Cardinals will receive the second half kickoff because when Plainwell won the pregame coin toss, they elected to receive. Of course, that opening possession may have been the only one in which the Trojans misfired. Low snap. Coughing picks it up. He's tried to stutter step on the left side. He's brought down from behind by, among others, Noah Miller. Timeout is going to be taken. It's like Plainwell's taking the timeout. Hmm. Minute 29 to go. It's going to set up third and two for the Cardinals. Coming over to Coach Scorfar, Jeff Gallup, Jamie Spray on the sidelines. Here comes Mark Demeester. <clears throat> Such a veteran coaching staff, Sean. You know, just, just a lot of continuity for the Cardinals. Been together so many years. Mike McConnell up here in the booth. Dave Bach. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, who have we left out? Rob Klotz and uh, Jeff Qualls. One more quick reminder, the Coldwater football program would like to thank Phil Herman down on the sideline, as we're used to seeing. 
First, you talk about the coaching staff. Uh, they've been together for the most part for about a decade here at Coldwater, and in some cases longer when you consider Coach Scorfar's stint at Bronson. Yeah, yep. I think Jeff started when uh, Jeff Gallup was the head coach over there, and, and then when Jeff, uh, you know, before that, uh, he brought this same crew over there. So, yeah, a lot of years together. Cardinals have a third and two. If they don't get the stop here, expect if, if the Cardinals don't get the first down here, expect Plainwell to burn their final time out. They could have some time to put another score up on the board. Coughing with a very minimal gain. Looking toward the Plainwell sideline. Now we will get that time out. Yep. Uh, Plainwell wants wants more here in this first half. They, uh, they 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 clearly want to invoke the running clock to start the second half potentially. Yeah, they uh, and we had a bad snap on that punt last time, so they certainly bring that you know into a possibility. And with their passing game, you know, it's just uh, certainly can strike in a hurry. So see what the Cardinals do here. <laughs> Minute 17 to go in the first half. And certainly it's been all playing well Trojans so far. Sorry, Murph, I had to show Dave Rumsey how to operate the faders uh, on the press box uh, <laughs> lights. There you go. They were turned on, and all of a sudden, everybody in here was like, whoa, that's bright. <laughs> well, the Cardinals have another home game next week. Yes, the Marshall Redhawks coming in to open up Interstate 8 play. I've been trying to find a score for their game against Madwan, but I uh, haven't yet. Mm-hmm. I'll work on that before long. Uh, who's that out to punt for the Cardinals? Is that uh, Munson? We usually see Munson. Yes. Everything looked a whole lot better there. All bounces at the... 36 takes a favorable Cardinal roll and will be down and around the 29-yard line. Well, he got a good bounce, too, on that. So Zach with, uh, or uh, Hunter, rather, with a very good punt. Minute six to go, so Plainwell will take over their own 29. A minute six left to play in the first half. I notice number five defensively, Aiden Step. We uh, he was not a starter, but we've seen him quite a bit in that linebacker spot. And off goes to Ryan McDaniel. First down and more to the 48. Wow. Yeah. Zach Lewis got back uh, pursuit to make that tackle. First down at the Plainwell 47 yard line. Going no huddle. Kube flush out of the pocket. Flares it out to Michael Griffey. He breaks free from several tackles. Spin move and finally brought down at the 37. 
Yeah, we have seen quite a few missed tackles tonight by the Cardinals defensively. And boy, they've got some bruising backs. First and 10, they're down to the Cardinal 37. Trojans have no timeouts. They're going no huddle. Of course, out of necessity. Flushed out of the pocket. Runs again as Koob. Koob flips it out to a safety valve, and he's forced out of bounds. Hunter Munson is on the stop as the receiver slow to get up. Michael Griffey. Yeah, Hunter Munson made a nice tackle. It looks like Griffey is uh, calling for a sub. Garrett Johns had some pressure on the quarterback that time. That sub is Michael Gagno. 25 seconds left to play in the first half. Flag is thrown. Someone moved on the Plainwell side. We'll get the call momentarily. Dead ball, offsides, 54 offense. Five-yard penalty, still first down. <laughs> offsides. <laughs> it well, actually should be an illegal procedure. Right. Only the second flag of the night, both on Plainwell. That's pretty incredible, actually, when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Only one second coming off the clock, first and 15. They're asking the uh, scoreboard uh, to put one second back on the clock and make it 25 seconds left in the half. Yeah. That was the indication from uh, Dave Bach. I didn't think we were able to hear him through the other window. <laughs> See if the Cardinals can keep him out of the end zone here on this it's first and 15. Koob going back to pass. He's being double pursued. Roby going after him. Koob is able to throw the ball away successfully. Yeah, that was Tyson Roby, and then Eddie Poole got in there. Eddie, a 5'10", 160-pound junior. First time we've uh, called his name tonight. So it's going to set up second and 15, 20 seconds to go. Playing well, leading 21-0 over Coldwater and looking to add more to it, of course. Empty backfield. You have a slot back on the right side. Koob rolling right to pass. Rolling right. The ball is caught by Trammell Robinson. Shy of the first down marker. Clock is moving. Plainwell had better hurry to try and get one last playoff. Four seconds, three seconds, two seconds. They are, oh, they spike the ball, but double zeros on the board. Yeah, I think that is going to end the half. Coldwater's heading to the locker room. Plainwell's not <laughs> just yet. Couldn't get uh, back and set up in the line of scrimmage quick enough. So that'll do it. 
Score at the halftime break. The Plainwell Trojans 28. The Coldwater Cardinals nothing. Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report coming up in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. The real estate market continues to change. And your team at Midwestern Realty Group are seasoned pros to help you navigate through the fluctuations. If you are thinking about selling your home or property, give us a call at Midwestern Realty Group. Our team of 18 real estate professionals has the experience you are looking for. To help you get the most money available for your property. Residential, commercial, farm, or land sales. We can guide you through the staging and setup to make your property look its best to potential buyers. Our track record with sellers is unmatched. Midwestern Realty Group is one of Branch County's top listing and selling offices every year. We're committed to our clients, our customers, and our local organizations. Our goal is to make your real estate sale as smooth as possible. So if you are thinking about listing your home, I'm Jill. I'm Carrie. Call the team at Midwestern Realty Group. Jim here. I'm Letha. Michelle. I'm David. Stop by the Midwestern Realty office at 685 East Chicago Road, Coldwater, or click MidwesternRealty.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. It's halftime here at Cardinal Field. The Coldwater Cardinals trail the Plainwell Trojans 28 to nothing. A halftime report is brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title, wishing good luck to the Cardinals. When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker to use Branch County Abstract and Title for your title insurance and closing needs. It's your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since 1868. Contact them at 278-6960. We will take this one-minute break and be back with this week's edition of This Week in High School Sports from the MHSAA Network. And then back here with a scoring summary and some stats. Playing well 28, cold water nothing. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Recycling your cardboard with Union Pallet and Container Company of Coldwater can deliver real value to your business and the environment. Recycling just one ton of cardboard saves more than 17 trees and eliminates landfill waste. To learn how you can help save the environment by recycling your company's cardboard, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. We all love buying things online, but there are some things you should think twice about before clicking Add to Cart. Buying an engagement ring is one. Like purchasing a house or car, an engagement ring is a major purchase. It's a symbol of your love. Culey's Jewelry offers you a huge selection of in-stock engagement rings or custom rings made just for her. Don't guess what you're buying. See it. Feel it. Try it on. Know what you're getting and get the customer service to back it up. Shop locally at Culey's Jewelry, downtown Coldwater since 1968. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at haskwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. 
SKWood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. School records fall all over the state, and we continue to celebrate accomplishments in the 50th year of Title IX. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. We are into the third week of action for our boys' soccer teams, and believe it or not, the postseason starts in seven weeks. Tournament play will be very similar to the past couple of years with one change. The Michigan Power Rating, or MPR, will once again be used to seed the top two teams in each district. Now, those two teams are also eligible to host first and second round games. That wasn't necessarily the case in past years based on the draw. District semifinals and finals will still all be played at one location. The MPR takes wins, losses, and ties into account, but also opponent's winning percentage and opponent's opponent's winning percentage, a calculation that encourages teams to play other good teams. As in past years, district assignments are already known and posted to the MHSAA website. The bracket will be released on October 2nd, with the postseason starting October 12th. The MHSAA finals for the four divisions will be November 5th at both Comstock Park and Novi High Schools. Game balls this week go to Wald Lake Western's Darius Taylor. The senior running back ran for 345 yards and six touchdowns in a 47-26 win over South Lyon. The 345 yards is a new school record, and the six touchdowns tied a school record. Midland Dow tennis player Austin King. King won six matches at number one singles in a three-day span, dropping only one set. That helped Dow knock off four ranked teams, tie another, and finish 5-0-1 in the two quads they played. And to Onstead's Emery Ross. She set a school and course record while finishing first at the girls' cross-country Keener invite in Addison. That performance helped lead Onstead to a girls' team title at the invite as well. Need money for college? You need my student aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. There's a new rule in football this year that provides the offense more time to draw up a play and prepare matchups when the defense commits a foul. In the past, if the defense committed a foul, the play clock would be set to 25 seconds, potentially changing the approach by the offense entirely. Under the change, when the defense or receiving team commits a foul, the play clock will start at 40 seconds giving the offense an extra 15 seconds to prepare their scheme for the next play. For all other administrative stoppages, including fouls against the offense or kicking team, the play clock will be set to 25 seconds when play resumes. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Just go to MHSAA.com now to register. On June 23, 1972, Title IX was signed into law. In the 50 years since, millions of girls have participated in an MHSAA-sponsored sport, and that number continues to grow every year. We've celebrated their numerous contributions and achievements in a variety of ways the past year, 
and will continue to do so leading up to the 25th annual Women in Sports Leadership Conference in October. Today, we highlight Gracie Olson. In her swimming career at Fenton, Olson captured six individual state titles, winning at least one title all four years of high school. She has the second fastest 200-yard individual medley time in state history and is now a part of the swim team at Indiana University. I've made like all my best friends. I've become more confident. I've learned how to be a leader, uh, learned how to work with others. And there's so much more that just the sport has taught me, which, um, and without swimming, like I'm not sure that I would have financially been able to attend a major university like Indiana. For more information on the WISL conference or for previous Title IX at 50 spotlights, please check out MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. Thinking about selling your home? Think Case Realty Group. Hi, I'm Carmen Case, your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Now is the perfect time to find out the value of your home in this real estate market. Our team of agents have the drive and expertise to get you the most value for your home. We're local agents who know the market best. I'm Carmen Case. Contact us at caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. As we all live longer, age really is just a number. But retirement is so much more than one. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I want to know what retirement means to you. Together, we can look at the big picture and make a strategy to help you reach your goals. Because you can't prepare for the unexpected if you don't know where you're headed. Call me at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I can help you get ready for whatever life throws at you, even the welcome surprises. As your needs change, we can change what you need to do to help you end up where you want to be. And while there's never a good time to experience unexpected costs, we can work together to help make them feel a little less unexpected. Call me at 517-278-3049 to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskewood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskewood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. HaskKwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. A Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report rolling on from here at Cardinal Field. It's been all playing well, 28 to nothing. Uh, before we go over the scoring summary, we do have a update from the third quarter of the Quincy Union City game out of Alumni Field. Third quarter started with an Eli Payne touchdown pass to Rick Austin. This time from 53 yards out. Two-point conversion is no good. 30 to nothing. Chargers taking the Orioles to the woodshed. Well, Union had a really tough opener. They uh, lost it by a touchdown late in the game, so Boy, they're making up for it this week. Quincy uh, 
was kind of in a similar situation last week. They just uh, lost right at the end of the game as well, but have not scored so far uh, this season. Jim Measle told me uh, he was at that game uh, last week between Quincy and Sand Creek that uh, the Orioles did struggle to move the ball, especially on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you get the feeling that the same thing is uh, happening here unless the Orioles can come up with the mother of all comebacks. That really is what we're looking for for the Cordwater Cardinals to succeed here because it's been all playing well, 28 to nothing. So to the scoring summary go with 419 left in the first quarter. Ryan Koob with a 20-yard touchdown pass to Nick Rachel. Point after kick was good, 7-0 Trojans. That was your score after one. With 10-16 in the second quarter, a 51-yard Ryan McDaniel touchdown run. Point after was good to make it 14-0. With 7.45 left in the second quarter, Ryan Koob finds Landon Schumacher for a 10-yard TD pass. Point after was good, 21-0 playing well. With 2.21 left in the second, Ryan Koob to Trammell Robinson from 50 yards out. Point after was good, 28-0. And mind you, the Trojans were well on their way to uh, trying to get another score to end the half, but they just kind of ran out of time. Yeah, they did, and uh, they had used a couple timeouts on that last Cardinal drive to force a punt. And luckily, Hunter had a a real good punt and a good roll, and so it it gave them uh, quite a bit of yardage to try and consume in a short time and kept them out of the end zone. They apparently wanted to get into that running clock right away here for this second half. But as it is, we have to wait for uh, one more score to hit that 35-point margin. So here are the key individual stats for playing well. The quarterback, Ryan Koob, 10 of 14 passing for 178 yards and three touchdowns so far. Well, you know, and he he was so good last week. What was he, 13 out of 15? And, oh, he's 10 out of 14 tonight. Uh, and that's just in one half here. Yeah, and I was talking with Mike McConnell, one of our assistants at the half, and he said this is largely a senior group here at uh, Plainwell that they've been kind of pointing to for a couple of years. And, boy, they, they sure look like it here in this first half. And the receiving core, Landon Dixon, four catches, 43 yards in the score. Trammell Robinson, three for 78 in the score. Nick Rachel, two for 29 in the score. Michael Griffey, one for 28. The other key stat, Ryan McDaniel, seven carries, 95 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, he's, he's a beast. And then Schumacher as well. Yeah, just big, strong kids. Now that means... Um, Nine first downs for Plainwell, just four for Coldwater. 95 uh, rushing yards for Plainwell compared to 53 for Coldwater. 178 passing yards compared to seven for Coldwater. So total offense, 23 plays, 273 yards for the Trojans. 31 plays, 60 yards for the Cardinals. Zach Coffing leading the way on the ground. 15 of 39 pass, uh, 15 carries for 39 yards. Longest was of seven. He was one of one passing to Chase Levy. Alex Roby, two carries, 14 yards. Tyson Roby, seven carries, and none of 11. Jack Rudin, two for seven. Again, Zach Coffing, one of one passing for seven yards. That was to Chase Levy. Defensively, Michael Gagno for playing well with five unassisted tackles, two assists. Tyler Pruce with five unassisted tackles and an assist. Matt Beck with five tackles total. Luke Lyons with three. For Coldwater, Evan Porter with four. Jack Rudin with four. Porter's uh, three unassisted tackles and an assist. Rudin with one 
unassisted tackle and three assists. Alex Roby with three tackles and Dante Work two. Well, let's talk about uh, what you're looking for in the second half as the Cardinals get the ball. Well, you'd like to, of course, get a, a little more offense going. Uh, limited first downs in that first half. They just weren't able to sustain drives against this uh, Plainwell group. And defensively, boy, that, that passing game, uh, along with a very effective running game, just a, just a one-two punch that's very tough to deal with. Cardinals... Uh, will certainly give it give it the effort and and you know these first two games sean you you just really respect the guys that can can hang in there and just play it as tough as they can 28 nothing playing wall cold water ball to start the second half in two minutes you're listening to cardinal football on wtvb can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. As we all live longer, age really is just a number, but retirement is so much more than one. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I want to know what retirement means to you. Together, we can look at the big picture and make a strategy to help you reach your goals, because you can't prepare for the unexpected if you don't know where you're headed. Call me at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I can help you get ready for whatever life throws at you, even the welcome surprises. As your needs change, we can change what you need to do to help you end up where you want to be. And while there's never a good time to experience unexpected costs, we can work together to help make them feel a little less unexpected. Call me at 517-278-3049 to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Are you an empty nester and you find your current home is more than you need? Is your family growing and you need a larger home? Or perhaps you're just looking for that special lake property. Remember, when you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell. Hi, I'm Rachel at Case Realty Group in Coldwater, your local real estate connection and lake specialist. So if you have too much home or if you need more room, when you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell at the Case Realty Group. Check us out online at caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Second half kickoff is a squib kick. It's going to be picked up by the Cardinals at around the 19. Return to the 30. Roby the ball Tyson Roby, uh, one of the up men, and he was getting up pretty slowly. And is, uh, not Tyson Roby, but the other Roby, Alex Roby. I'm sorry. Uh, Alex <laughs> coming off. Quickly there, Bill Herman taking a look. Did kind of limp a little bit. So their own 30-yard line, Cardinals looking for their first score here to get. They've kind of barely been over midfield in that first half. Let's see what they can get going here in the second half if they've made some adjustments. That There's a mix-up in the exchange. It's going to be a pass by Munson. Over the fingertips of Dante Work at the 40. 
Well, he came out on first down trying something different. Uh, they were a little mixed up in the backfield, on, but they were able to get it to Munson for the pass and just over the head of Dante Work, and that, that's saying something. There's a mix-up between uh, Coughing and Munson and Tyson Roby, right? Yeah. Oh, we try this again on second and ten. Direct snap goes to Zach Coughing. Moves left, then cuts right. He gets into open territory, brought down by three Trojans at midfield. Well, nice job running there, Zach. He went off just to the left of the center and then found his way, weaved a little. Able to biggest Cardinals' biggest play of the, of the uh, game so far. That was, what, a 20-yard run? Yeah, I believe you're right, Sean, yeah. First and 10 at midfield. Same formation, the Wildcat. Oh, bad snap, gets away from everybody, and coughing falls on it at the 37. Ball recovered by number 12, coughing. The center uh, didn't snap it to hardly anybody. There is a one guy to the left of the center, one guy to the right of the center, and the ball went dead center on the snap. Yeah. Loss of 13. It'll bring up second and 23. Back to the drawing board. Coughing referring to the playbook on his arm. Coughing receiving the snap, rolling left to pass. Now finds a receiver right, that's Rudin. Brought down and around the 47-yard line, Michael Gagno on the tackle. Yeah, Coughing started to his left and then threw back across the formation. Rudin was wide open over here in the right flat. Picked up a nice game. Got 10 yards back and will bring up third and 13. Plainwell up 28-0 on Coldwater. Dropping back to pass is coughing. He's being pursued. Throw is caught and dropped at the 20. Yeah, boy, coughing. That's a. It was about a 40-yard effort downfield to. Uh, Looks like it was Munson, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I believe. Or yeah, you're right, Hunter Munson. He was well covered. The ball was kind of up there for grabs, and I think both players might have had their hand on it for a minute. Well, it's going to set up fourth and long here for a punt for the Cardinals. Munson is on the sideline, so is that Hensinger doing the punt attempt this time? Ah. Sure is. It's a short punt. It's going to take a favorable cold water bounce. Everybody gets away from it. The ball is going to be down at the 15. This might be... This might be the worst starting field position for Plainwell for a drive in this game. Yeah, another nice roll. Trevor Hensinger getting his first punting action has a nice, a good punt and then a good roll. Uh, don't forget he 
did make an appearance uh, in punting uh, once in last week's game. Uh, here's a, a score early in the fourth quarter. The Northwest Mounties leading Gabriel Richard from Ann Arbor, 21-0. Ooh. So Stafford Newsom, the new Northwest head coach, about to take the Mounties to 2-0 to finish up the non-conference portion of the schedule. On first and 10, the handoff goes to Ryan McDaniel. No gain. Bring up second and 10. Good job there. Looks like Roby again. Boy, Tyson has been in on a lot of plays tonight. You're going to file that away for McDonald's player of the game at the end of the night. Uh, we'll name one for your local area McDonald's restaurants, by the way. Yeah, he's both sides of the ball. He's been active. Trevor Hensinger, Sean, we saw him in goal uh, at soccer game against Country Day. Of course, they got a big win up at Otsego a couple days ago. Last yep. action before the Labor Day holiday. Yep. Another good effort here by the Cardinals. He's going to set up third and about eight. Third down. Nine, maybe third yeah, and nine. Third and nine, only a one-yard gain on second second down. Yeah. I want to go back to that Northwest Gabriel Richard score. And the Mounties about to start 2-0 for the first time in forever, but the real test will come with that Interstate 8 portion of the schedule starting next week for all the league teams. Trips stacked on the right side. Instead, it's going to be a run by Ryan McDaniel. Uh, fake the handoff to McDaniel. Right, was a keeper by Kube, and he lost a yard. Uh, good job running the fake. They had me faked out, too. I thought thought the guy was heading down the right sideline, and luckily the Cardinals weren't and set up a fourth and ten. So... It's going to be Plain their first punt, right? Right. Playing well with their first punt of the night. Who's that going back to midfield for? Is that Tyson Roby? Uh, Munson, I Connor Munson. Or no, no, it's 20, 20. 22, Rudin? Or 21, Levy? Turn sideways, will you? Oh, a fair catch is being called, so there's going to be no return. Ball caught at the 49. It was Munson. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I saw an imaginary, too. Been hanging around me too much, Murph. <laughs> well, here's, here's a third-quarter score uh, from the Interstate 8. Hastings is trailing Whitehall 41-24. to Boy, you know, that, that reminds you of Hastings' scores the last couple of years. They, uh, they give them up, but, boy, they, they have quite an offense, too. Got to be some exciting action up there. Cardinals back in action at midfield. They'll mark the ball first and 10. Low snap goes to Zach Coughing. Picks his way through the left side and will gain about six. Scoring updates, uh, Union City leading Quincy 30-0 after three quarters of action at Alumni Field. In the fourth quarter, they got the running clock going at Springport because Bronson has a 43-6 lead. Looks like uh, they're... Uh, 44 minus 6. They're also in a running clock situation uh, in the Tecancha Waldron game. Indians 44, Spartans of Waldron 6. Boy, coughing uh, kind of limps off. He's down on the on the turf here as he comes off the field. And uh, Jaden Kegler 
5'6", junior, 5'6", 136 pounds. Comes in, let's see who's gonna be actually running the quarterback. I would suspect Hunter Munson. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, snap got away from Munson. He'll pick up the ball. He's flushed way out of the pocket. Oh, he slipped and the ball's gonna be downed. Cameron Frederick was in hot pursuit. That's a huge loss. That's almost the mileage from here to Deconcha, to be honest. Boy, that is a big one, yeah. Sal Baroni has been playing center this second half and has had a couple rough, rough tosses there. There is a timeout for an injured Plainwell player who was away from where uh, Cameron Frederick was pursuing Hunter Munson. The down Plainwell players at the 40. The clock stops at 6.28 left in the third quarter. It is Plainwell on top of Coldwater, 28 to nothing. When we resume play, we're looking at a third and 27. So maybe not the distance from here to Pecancha, maybe from here to Hodunk. Yeah, Gerard Hodunk. Hey, you know, uh, you mentioned that Whitehall Hastings. Um, I believe Whitehall was ranked pretty high in those uh, rankings you sent me. Uh, talking about the Michigan High School Football Coaches Association rankings, right? Yeah, and <laughs> of course, we've been used to seeing Hastings up there in the league the last couple of years, but uh, so tough opponent for Whitehall tonight. Well, he's getting some assistance on his way off the field, number 58 may not appear in my roster actually yeah. so there's probably a uniform change yeah you're right uh, speaking uh whitehall uh hastings opponent ranked second in division four yeah. well that's the quality opponent for uh, hastings to take on before they open up ia play Oh, here we go, back underway. That's a low snap, the ball is juggled, and it landed into the arms of a playing well player at the 30. Boy, the Cardinals just having a rough time with that snap. That was Garrett Johns had replaced at center, and again, just on the, on the ground and not able to, to get it corralled. The football went like a ping pong ball around a couple of Cardinals and finally into Noah Miller's awaiting hands. That's where Plainwell's gonna take over with 6.17 left in the third. Hmm. I don't know what to say uh, about that other than, hmm. Yeah. Rand Kubik quarterback, oop. Somebody got a head start on that one. Timeout. Oh, timeout. No. Cardinals. Yeah, this is a good regrouping exercise for Jeff Scorfar and his charges. Yeah. Well, I think the Cardinals going into the season knew this was uh, they kind of coming off that three-win season a year ago. and In, then, in, a, in a very senior-dominated squad last year. Right. Too. I think, I think they knew it was going to be a pretty big challenge this year, as it has been these first couple games. And you know, this, this is a group uh, coming up from the uh, JV squad. Last year they didn't win a game, and uh, wins uh, have been really hard for the uh, uh, junior group right. as a whole. And, you know, you you're, uh, don't have a, <clears throat> some of these teams line up a couple of, uh, you know, 
easier, uh, less challenging non-league games, and, and you, that's you, you not the case. Yeah, you can't do that anymore with a new strength of schedule football playoff point system. Yeah, yeah, and it's just uh, it's been a rough start, no doubt. Coming out of the cold water timeout, first and ten. Koob fakes the handoff. Finds a wide open receiver caught at the 18-yard line. That's Nick Rachel. He breaks a tackle and scores. Wow. Yeah, he got, got through about three different Cardinals there. So that's going to, if they get the extra point here, 6.05 to go in the third, will set up the running clock. Koob to Rachel, and that is, in fact, Rachel's second touchdown reception of the game. Landon Devaney getting ready to kick the extra point. It's down, it's up, and it's good. We will have the running clock with 6.05 left in the third quarter. Cardinals trailing, playing well, 35-0. Back in 30, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Welcome back to Cardinal Field. Sean Watson and Mike Murphy just saw the Plainwell Trojans take advantage of I think that's the first turnover of the game, if I'm not mistaken. That led directly to the Plainwell score. Yeah, we had that fumble early and a bad snap that turned it over, but uh, I don't. We still don't don't have a penalty, do we, Sean? Cardinals do not. No. Kickoff is going to be caught at the five-yard line. Brought back to the twenty, to the twenty-five. Fumble, and the Trojans are going to recover. Hover Munson had the return. The ball was stripped and landed to Vaney. The place kicker recovers the fumble, and Plainwell's back in business. When it rains, it pours, even though it's not physically raining out at Cardinal Field right now. Yeah, it was a, really a nice run back by uh, Hunter Munson. but I, I don't think uh, there was anyone putting pressure on Munson. He just, uh, the ball slipped out of his hands, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. Somebody might have got a hand in there, but unfortunately, it's now at the Cardinal 32-yard line. Got a scoring update from the Quincy-Union City game. Union City with a 10-yard touchdown run by Landon Krantz. And they have invoked the running clock out at Alumni Field. 36-0 the score with 8.44 left. Run right up the middle. Now move to the left. Breaking tackles up near the 18-yard line. Ryan McDaniel, Ryan McDaniel with the carry. 
Oh, we don't see uh, they have many substitutes out on the turf for playing well, do we? Doesn't seem to be too many so far. I see Keevan Zabonik in for Coldwater there. In on that play. I, I was wondering, is that in fact Keevan or Kevin? The way that name is pronounced. Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> we, I, I, I mean, you didn't have him for tennis uh, in middle school, did he? We did. did we did have him in middle school basketball. And, uh, I think it was Keevan. Okay, well, trust your memory here, Murph. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> that is the backup quarterback, incidentally, Landon Devaney, who also is a place kicker for the points after and had that fumble recovery on the kickoff return. We got Bodie Bates in there, too, the, on the defense. Bodie, who made his uh, mark in the spring there, Sean, is... Um, uh, not on the field, but on the press box as the PA announcer yeah. at Lau Field for baseball. He did a nice job. Uh, you kind of helped him along on some of the some of the scoreboard things. And... Clock continues to move after the six-yard gain, second and four. Devaney out of the shotgun. Fake the handoff. He's going to take off and push his way to the end zone for a 13-yard touchdown. Well, as you mentioned, I don't think we've seen much of a bench in there for playing well. They're keeping the uh, pedal down to the, down to the metal there. You know who uh, playing well is gunning for down the future? The Yetis of Edwardsburg. Yeah, that Who uh, have been the standard bearer in the Wolverine Conference the last decade or so. They lost to them 49 to nothing last year. So it'll uh, be interesting to see what it, what it comes out this year. Is that Devaney attempting the point after 15? It sure is. Ready for the extra point attempt? And six for six on point after Holy kicks. 42 nothing. Playing well all over Coldwater with 3.17 left in the third quarter. Let's take this 30-second break. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. In times of uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call in someone who's invested in your success. I'm Diana Butler. And I'm Jordan Butler, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisors. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call us at 517-279-0541. That's 517-279-0541. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Got another scoring update from the WTVB scoreboard. It's another cross-city battle in Battle Creek between the Harper Creek Beavers and the Battle Creek Central Bearcats. And this is, I think, might be the most shocking score of the evening aside from ours here, which is a 42-0. Plainwell currently pitching a shutout against Coldwater. Ball is going to be picked up on a couple of bounces at the 10-yard line. Returned by Hunter Munson. Hunter, hang on to the ball. <laughs> Thank you. He's trapped up, and the ball will be down at the 42-yard line. Yeah, nice return by Hunter. Found used that speed in the middle of the field there a little bit. Good blocking on the uh, kick return team. I like the speed, but I, I really wish he would secure the ball a little bit better on the kickoff returns. Yeah, he's... Uh, <coughs> Made sure of that time, that's for sure. 
So here's that final score. Battle Creek Central shut out Harper Creek. 34 nothing. Wow. So Harper Creek drops to 0-1-2 after the Beavers fell to Lakeview last week, 28-6. Tyson Roby receiving the direct snap. Tyson Roby on the carry. And the officials are going to give him one yard, and that's it. So 2.15 to go in the third quarter. We've got the running clock. Cardinals second and nine here from their own 43. They are at home next Friday. The Marshall Redhawks will be the opponent. Marshall got a quality win last week against Gull Lake, 14-0. Still waiting to see how they uh, did against Manawan or are doing against Manawan. Oh, that's kind of a float of a snap. Coughing. Finds Dante work. Catches at the 48-yard line and is immediately punished by two Trojans. Yep. Seeing work bring in that pass, he got he got hit right at the knees. And I imagine we have basketball coach Aaron Buckland down there just sending up all kinds of good thoughts about Dante, do not get hurt this fall. He wants that big 6-7 frame on the basketball court this winter. That's... Just between you and me, that's a little bit of fudging. I got a, an official height of 6'6 six, six for Dante. <laughs> but maybe that 6'7 is uh, when he's got his basketball shoes on. Maybe on third and four, ball caught by Hunter Munson for the first down. Tripped up near the 40 of the Plainwell Trojans. I would suspect uh, that that's, this is second unit defenders out on the field for the Trojans right now. Yeah, that could be when Dante's got some sketchers on. Boy, number 16. Yeah. No, nobody in their right mind would wear sketchers on the basketball court competitively. You're looking more to Jordans. Hunter Munson. A little gimpy going over to play the wing here on the left side. First and 10. Run up the middle. Good gain on first down for Jack Rudin. That should be the final play of the third quarter. Number four coming in, Jaden Kegler. Second and two when we start the final quarter from here at Cardinal Field. Plainwell 42, Coldwater nothing, but the Cardinals are driving. Back with the final quarter in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Coldwater, Michigan's Advantage One RV has the largest selection of pre-owned inventory, and it's a family affair. I'm Chase Halet. I'm Vanessa Halet. I'm Mary Halet. I'm Mylon Halet, and I know a secret. What's the secret, Mylon? I'm not telling. Mom! Mylon's keeping secrets. What's the secret? You can tell me, Mylon. Advantage One can sell your RV. That's no secret. Everyone knows that, Mylon. Hold on, kids. We can sell your RV if you bring it here. We'll sell it. Fact is, we need more. If you're done camping or ready to upgrade, bring your RV here. We'll sell it. It's that easy. All you have to do is just pick up a check. It really is that easy. We do all of the work for you. There's still plenty of time to get out there and see the great outdoors. Come shop a Vantage One RV first. Yeah, what Merrick said. We have plenty of great pre-owned RVs in stock. But we always need more. Come save for yourself, but only if you want to save thousands. Coldwater, Michigan, one mile east of Meyer on US 12 east of I-69. Shop Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers first. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 
First play of the fourth quarter from here at Cardinal Field. Cardinals driving second and one. They run the counter. The handoff goes to Jaden Kegler, and he gives the Cardinals a rare first down. Jaden showed some quickness there. He's coming from the uh, left side to the right. Turned it up. Nice quick burst. First time we've seen him carry the ball. We got a late start to this game because the JVs played first. Final score of that game was 28-6, Plainwell getting the win. At least the Cardinals did score in that contest. Cardinals are currently being shut out by Plainwell, but they're trying to answer that right now. It'll be first and 10 from the 24. It's a run left side. Uh, Zach Coughing stopped at the 15. About a gain of eight, eight and a half. Yep. Coughing, Roby, Munson have all taken turns being a little gimpy tonight. Uh, they're gonna, they're gonna feel it tomorrow morning, along with many of these Cardinals. It's been tough. It has. It's you know they've had to fight and scrap for every bit of offensive yardage. Eight-yard gain, second and two. Roby stands to coughing. It's left. Coughing, airing it out deep and over through the intended receiver, Chase Levy. Yep, kind of tossed it out of the end zone there with 10-18 to go, clock running. Got a scoring update from the Quincy Union City game. With 6.54 left, Quincy finally scores for the first time this season. Five-yard touchdown run by Ethan Kopis. Two-point conversion, no good. Ends the running clock there at Alumni Field with Union City on top, 36-6. Again, 6.54 left in that game. The counter is being run once again. Jaden Kegler, that was the play that gave the Cardinals a first down not too long ago, and he does the same thing again. Yeah, again, carbon copy of that first run, and he <laughs> turns it up just the same way. Kind Meanwhile, of, it's all over in Springport, and the Bronson Vikings are now 2-0. Final score, Vikings 50 and the Springport Spartans 12. Well, let's see what the uh, schedule looks like for the Big 8 teams uh, next week. First and goal from the 8 back here. We'll get to that Big 8 schedule for next week soon. Hopefully the Cardinals will get a score here. Big hole for Tyson Roby up to the 1 or 2. Or was that Rudin? No, I think it was Roby. 23 and 22. It's yes. a little hard to make out sometimes, but yeah. Thanks, Coach. At least according to uh, Dave Wishmeyer, it was Roby. And uh, our spotter to my right, Dave Rumsey. Second and goal, it's going to be at the two. Coughing, shotgun snap. It goes to Roby. He pushes forward. He stood up. That's going to bring third and goal. Jackson Miller and Ryan McDaniel on the stop. Ryan McDaniel and Jackson. Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. 
Got it right here. Jackson Miller on the stop. So those are actually uh, starters still out on the field for playing well defensively. Well, let's see what we do here. Third down, ball at the two-yard line. On the left hash mark. And off goes to Kegler, and they weren't full that time, and the Plainwell Trojans may have gotten a strip and a fumble recovery. Yeah, they're bringing it. Looks like they're going to. Oh, my gosh, he did. He is going to give it to them. I thought he was. I thought the ball was down. I'll be. Oh, he's just calling a timeout. I think. Yeah, that's what. Uh, the, the first down, the, the, the down box is showing first down playing well, so the indication is that it is another turnover. Who, uh, Dave Rumsey, do you know who got the fumble recovery? <laughs> he didn't see it either. Boy, that was know. a strange play. It's a little hard to tell from this far away, but I thought Kegler uh, had been down. But the officials make it a fumble, and it's going to be... Uh, Playing well ball at their own 10 with 6.38 to go. From this angle, it looked like Kegler's knees, knees might not have actually hit the ground, which was a step in the process of allowing the uh, fumble. Handoff goes to Michael Gagno, trying to run the jet sweep left side, first and 10 from the eight. So two turnovers not helping matters much for the Cardinals as... They are six minutes and 11 seconds away from dropping to 0-2. So here's the schedule for next week in the Interstate 8. We mentioned Coldwater will host the Marshall Redhawks. Quinn Berry will join me for the broadcast beginning at 6.30 next Friday, 7 o'clock kickoff. Harper Creek at 0-2 hosting 2-0 Northwest. Hastings at Lumen Christie. Back here, fake the handoff to Gagno. It's a keeper by Devaney up to the 21-yard line. It's going to be a first down, and we have a whole bunch of whistles, and I see a flag out on the field. Yeah, Munson with a tackle, but it looks like it's coming back. We'll get the call momentarily from our referee. Holding. White. 54. Pathis is the goal. Second down. Now they name and blame Luke Lyons for the hold. And it's going to be half the distance to the goal. So the Cardinals do have an opportunity to get a turnover deep in Plainwell territory if they can handle it. Well, getting back to the rest of the I-8 schedule for next week, Lumen Christie is hosting uh, Hastings, Penfield at Parma Western in the annual Panther Bowl. First down and a whole lot more for Landon Devaney. Flag is thrown at the end of the play as he is forced out of bounds at the 40 in front of the Plainwell sideline. Might be a horse collar tackle. Things starting to get a little uh, chippy here at the uh, tail end of this 42-0 game. Playing well on top. Well, Hunter was just <clears throat> trying to make the tackle any way he could. And this would be, what, the first 
first uh, flag on the Cardinals? It, yes, it would be. I don't know if you remember in the game last week, a Coldwater player, it was Alex Roby, and a Grand Ledge player were both flagged for uh, 15-yard face mask penalties as they ripped each other's helmets off. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. Personal foul, horse collar, defense, 15 yards on the run, first down. Gabe Wagner into the lineup in the defensive backfield, and uh, Zach Coffing out for the Cardinals. You know how we were talking about uh, Bronson getting the win against Springboard and Union City well on their way to a win over Quincy. Next week, Bronson, tough challenge as they take on, uh, from the Cascades Conference, Michigan Center. Quincy will host Reading in the annual battle for the Bell. Union City will host Jonesville, and your Homer Trojans will host Springport. After the mark off, first and 10 from the Coldwater 45. And off goes to Michael Gagno. Clock continues to move as it is a 42-point margin for the Plainwell Trojans over the Coldwater Cardinals. I think pretty much everybody in the Big Eight are looking forward to playing Springport. It's probably on quite a few homecoming games this year. Second and nine, four minutes, ten seconds to go. Plot continues to move. Landon Devaney. I snap. And the handoff. Oh my goodness. It could be another plain well score. And it is. A 44-yard touchdown run. The 34-yard touchdown run. So with 3.56 to go, one more score for the Plainwell Trojans. Camden Frederick had that touchdown run. Landon Devaney getting ready to kick the point after. 3.56 left to play in the game. Currently 48-0 pending the outcome of the PAT. And the kick is good. 49 for the Plainwell Trojans. Zero for the Coldwater Cardinals. 3.56 left. Let's take this one final 30-second break. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal football on WTVB. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. The no problem people, your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 49 nothing, playing well, leading Coldwater. Oh, what more can you say about this contest? Well, you know, when, when uh, Plainwell beat Otsego just 21-7 a week ago, we thought, well, you know, we might be able to make this a competitive game. But, boy, it uh, just hasn't worked out that way tonight. I hope the Sturgis football coaching staff are taking notes as the kickoff is caught at the 10-yard line. 
Stutter stepping at the 25. Flag is thrown. There have been a lot of flags thrown. Hunter Munson has dropped at the 27-yard line. Sturgis being Plainwell's next opponent. Sturgis lost to Vicksburg. Final score, 42-7. There was a flag on the play. So if Plainwell plays like this against the Sturgis Trojans, Chance Stewart and company are going to have a rough go at it. Yeah, I understand this. Plainwell holding number red, four, ten yards from the spot, first down. Understand this uh, Plainwell contract is just a one year, and that uh, next year we may see Sturgis in taking their place in our non-league, which would be kind of nice. We haven't had the Trojans for a regular season game. Yeah. Now, remember a couple of years ago in the COVID year, we did face Sturgis in an added week of the uh, tournament, and that wound up being the only win that the Cardinals would get in the tournament as they had to drop out because of COVID the following week. First and 10 from the 21 after the hold. Turnaround that was uh, Jaden Kegler, the junior with a run. Cardinals have just uh, struggled with the uh, snaps in the shotgun formation tonight as well. If there's anyone uh, listening interested in uh, Wolverine Conference football, uh, we got an interesting uh, final score. Edwardsburg 38, Three Rivers 30. That's a final score at Armstrong Field in Three Rivers. Both teams were ranked in Division Four in the Michigan High School Football Jay Coaches Kegler. Association. Well, that's Kegler taking the uh, direct snap. Nice gain. He's had a couple of nice runs here late in the game. He's kind of running out of the quarterback position for coughing. 220 to go. Well, Sean, this weekend we get college football underway. Officially, officially. Not none of this week zero stuff. A week away from the NFL. To which my girlfriend, who's really ambivalent about football, I have to tell her, well, we'll see you in November, effectively. I'm, I'm kidding, Alex. I'm kidding. I'm going to give uh, Dave Wishmeyer these scores from uh, some of the other games. Down there in my handwriting there, Dave. <laughs> Good luck with that, Dave. Because <laughs> we got a final stop at. <laughs> Union City gets another score at the end of their game. Landon Krantz with a 16-yard TD run. Two-point conversion, no good. Final score at Alumni Field, Union City 42 and Quincy 6. Kegler on first down back here with a run of about eight yards and a flag at the end of the play. Yeah, looks like we're going to get a horse collar there, I think. Couple of updates, scoring updates. Union City, 42, Quincy, 6. Bronson, 50, Springport, 12. <laughs> We've got a couple of oohs and wows from the... That's what I said. <laughs> what, what did you just say, Dave? Let's go on, stud? Not... 
Not, not many close games uh, on the docket tonight. Personal foul, face mask, defense. Personal foul, face mask, offense. Those penalties offset. Replay first down. You know how I was talking about the offsetting face masks in the game last week? Same thing happened here. That's why it looked like a horse collar. They had each other's face masks. Go first down. Hey, Dave, could I have that sheet back? Minute 11 to go. Just kind of plan out the rest of this one. Playing well, took control early. And again, you go back to that very first drive. Uh, they went four and out, uh, but that was really the only offensive misstep they had tonight. Ball carrier, tackled by 68, Brent Hart. Second down. They replayed the first down and only got a gain of two. 37 seconds left. This should be the final play of the game. Yeah, that was Trey Miller with that last run, picked up a couple yards. Ten on the play clock, 25 on the game clock. Oh, it's a low snap. It is picked up, however, by Trey Miller. Runs right side near the 40. Ten seconds left. That should uh, just about do it. Yep, looks like the Cardinal, both teams coming off the field for this one. Handshake line is forming at the 50-yard line. The Plainville Trojans are going to have a happy ride up 69-94 and 131. Improving to 2-0 with a 49-0 shutout win over the Coldwater Cardinals. Coldwater drops to 0-2. Post-game wrap coming up in three minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. The space heater next to the curtains. The 12-plug sharing one power strip. The frayed wire inside the wall. Fire damage may happen in a flash. So may the cleanup and restoration when you call the professionals at ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties at 517-278-5261. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained specialists with more than four decades of experience in helping to make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Because when it's your home or business that's been damaged by fire you don't just want your things clean you want your life back as well so when fire damage strikes call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green vans to help put your life back together at 517-278-5261 serve pro a branch and southern calhoun counties with the trust of the insurance industry and more than 1600 franchise locations they're guaranteed to be faster to any size disaster the cleanup specialist at serve pro a branch in southern calhoun counties call them at 517-278 5261, helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. Hey, Dean, I've heard Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is celebrating 35 years in business, so that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken. Unless we're talking about the 35 years Mobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that. And about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles in the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. we got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot, and we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Bobilia, or me, Dean Bobilia. And Bobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US 12 across the airport or visit Bobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Bobilia. 
Nottawa Gas, your family-owned propane supplier for over 30 years, offers a remote tank monitoring system, so you'll never have to worry about running out of propane. And Nottawa Gas offers convenient payment options, too, including automatic payments and safe, secure online bill pay. The best prices of the season are available now, plus all 20-pound bottle fills are just $13.48 at Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Tecancha on Old 27, or online at nottawagas.com. Hey, and don't forget that grill. I just love this restaurant, El Cerrito. That's El Cerrito. Oh, right. They have the best chimichangas. Actually, it's chimichangas. You must not eat Mexican food very often. Yes, at least once a week. But El Cerrito is my favorite. Stop by El Cerrito for lunch or dinner, even if you can't pronounce it. They'll serve up an endless bowl of chips and salsa while you decide what menu item will fill your craving. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Welcome back to Cardinal Field, where a plane well improved to 2-0 by shutting out the host Cardinals 49-0. Sean Watson and Mike Murphy here. Let's get your thoughts on uh, this game first of all. Well, it was a, it was a tough night. There's no doubt about it for the, for the Cardinals. They, uh, you know, they... They fought hard. They gave it some effort. Uh, you know, we have a number of guys playing both ways, and, and they gave it what they could, and uh, it just wasn't enough tonight. Uh, boy, this Plainwell team, I, they were very impressive. They passed the ball so well. They've run it well. Um, they're senior-dominated. I think they're going to have a very good season. Just doing a quick overall glance at michigan-football.com. This may be Coldwater's first uh, worst loss since Lakeview beat them back in 2013, 56-7. You know, boy, I remember that game, and that was just a physical beating as well. Um, and it, it's been a while. I was thinking the same thing, Sean, how long it's been since we saw a game this one-sided. And, yeah. Nine years. There you go. So, I guess we got to give you the scoring summary, don't we? <laughs> as uh, much as we don't want to. Uh, there is a lot of scoring, and it all went to the blue and white of the playing well Trojans, and it started with 419 left in the first quarter. Ryan Koob starting quarterback with a 20-yard pass to Nick Rachel. Point after kick was good to make it 7-0. That was your score after one. A 10-16 in the second quarter, Ryan McDaniel with a 51-yard touchdown run. Point after was good, 14-0 Trojans. With 7.45 left in the second quarter, Ryan Koob to Landon Schumacher from 10 yards out. Point after was good, 21-0 Trojans. With 2.21 left in the second quarter, Ryan Koob a 50-yard pass to Trammell Robinson. Point after was good, 28-0 Trojans. That was your score at the half. With 6.05 left in the third, Ryan Koob to Nick Rachel. Rachel's second touchdown of the game. This one from 30 yards out. Point after was good to invoke the running clock. 35-0 Trojans with 3.17 left in the third quarter. Backup quarterback Landon Devaney with a 13-yard TD run. Point after was good. 42-0. That was your score after three. Final score of the game came on a 44-yard run by Camden Frederick. Point after was good. 49-0 49-0 playing well. A fun fact, Landon Devaney, a perfect 7-for-7 seven seven in point after kicks. 
Well, it was just, uh, <laughs> it, what more could we say? As we said, uh, boy, it's uh, we've kind of documented it through the game. Uh, it's uh, <clears throat> one of those that uh, the kids, they'll wake up tomorrow, Sean, and, and it'll be a new day, and they'll get on with things. But for the coaches. It'll, it'll also be a four-day weekend for the kids as well. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the coaches, the, these kind of seasons, uh, yeah, you know, you earn what little money you do get for all the hours you put in. And, and uh, back to the drawing board. So let's go over some of the team stats. 15 first downs total for Plainwell, 11 for Coldwater. Plainwell had the edge on the ground, 206 rushing yards compared to 93 for Coldwater. Passing yards was the big difference, 208 to 33. So total offense. 34 plays, 414 yards for Plainwell. 56 plays, 126 yards for Coldwater. Uh, wow, seven total fumbles uh, for Coldwater. Four of them were lost, and I remember at least two of them led directly to Plainwell scores. Five penalties for Plainwell, two for Coldwater. Coldwater looked like they had the tie edge and time of possession, but uh, you saw that Plainwell could score nearly at will. Yeah, they did quick strike offense for sure. Now, individually, Ryan Koob, 11 of 15 for 208 yards and four touchdowns. Landon Dixon, four catches for 43 yards and a score. Trammell Robinson, three catches for 78 yards and a score. Uh, Landon Dixon Schumacher, I guess I should say. That's a hyphenated name. He goes by Landon Schumacher normally. Uh, Nick Rachel, three catches, 59 yards, two touchdowns, and Michael Griffey had a 28-yard reception. Rushing, Ryan McDaniel, 10 carries for 109 yards and a touchdown. Camden Frederick, two carries, 45 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Landon Devaney, uh, 35 yards on one gain. Ryan Koob, two carries for 14. He had a rushing touchdown. Michael Gagno, two carries for four yards. Now, for Coldwater, we had Zach Coffing, 19 carries for a net of 60 yards. Jaden Kegler, seven carries for 29. Tyson Roby, 10 for 18. Jack Rudin, three for 16. Alex Roby, two for 14. Uh, Zach Coffing, four of six passing for 33 yards. Hunter Munson had an 11-yard reception. Jack Rudin, a 10-yard catch. Chase Levy, one for seven. And Dante Work, one for five. Trevor Hensinger had a 38-yard punt. Hunter Munson, a 33-yard punt. For playing well, Landon Dixon had uh, the one punt for 35 yards. Grandma Robinson had a 23-yard kickoff return. Hunter Munson, four kickoff returns, totaling uh, 102 yards. Uh, his longest was a 35. Alex Roby, two uh, kickoff returns totaling 30 yards. And Tyson Roby had a 19-yard kickoff return. Uh, going over the defensive numbers, uh, wow. Michael Gagno, 11 total tackles for playing well. Matt Beck with nine. Tyler Proust with eight. Luke Lyons and Jackson Miller with six apiece. Meanwhile, for Coldwater, Evan Porter, Evan Hamilton, Dante Work, Jack Rudin with four apiece to lead the way. Let's go over some scores from the WTVB scoreboard. It's a final uh, between the Northwest Mounties and Ann Arbor father, Gabriel Richard. The Mounties improved to 2-0 with a 28-0 shutout win. 
still waiting to see a final score from that uh, Marshall uh, Madawan game uh, from the Big Eight. We mentioned that Union City finished off Quincy 42 to six, and Bronson improved to two and zero with a 50 to 12 win over Springport. We'll go ahead and take this one final break for your local area McDonald's restaurants, and then name our McDonald's player of the game. Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to McDonald's.com. Find that perfect, great-paying job right now at your local McDonald's. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. McDonald's player of the game candidates are, uh, I'll be honest, it's uh, hard to uh, pick out a standout performance uh, when you uh, are on the losing end of a shutout. Yeah, you're right, Sean. And uh, <clears throat> some good, some good uh, efforts, uh, and, and that's what they were. The, the best you can come up with. But uh, we thought Tyson Roby, um, both offensively and defensively, gave it his all. He's a gamer and, uh, of course, saw action as a sophomore as well. And and uh, so Tyson is going to get our player of the game tonight. Uh, you always can count on uh, 100% effort from him. Tyson Roby finished with three tackles and half of a tackle for a loss to, along with teammate Jack Rudin. Roby, 10 carries for a net of 18 yards. Congratulations to Tyson Roby, your McDonald's player of the game. So, the Labor Day break, and then back to work and prepare for the Marshall Redhawks next week back here at Cardinal Field. Absolutely. You know, always a tough opponent. That, the league, I think, is really up this year, too. Boy, we've seen some a good start by Northwest. You know, Western is, is there. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a battle each Friday night here. Surprise that Harper Creek starting out 0-2. Yeah, true. This is going to be a, a different I-8, no doubt about that. Yeah, it is. And, and, you know, they've had tough opponents, Lakeview, Battle Creek Central. So Talking about Harper, of course. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Whitehall was uh, pretty well handling it to uh, uh, Hastings, although the Saxons are staying uh, within striking distance. We'll post all the scores later tonight to our social media. But before we sign off, we'll remind you that the Cardinals host Marshall next Friday. Winberry will join me at 6.30 uh, next Friday for the 7 o'clock kickoff. If you're looking at your calendar, want to mark it. Uh, next Friday is September the 9th. As always, we hope you can join us, and uh, I guess we'll see you uh, back behind this microphone for uh, the start of our volleyball coverage in a couple of weeks, and as far as football is concerned, homecoming against Penfield at the end of September. Yeah, that's right. Yep, good stuff. Let's uh, go cards in the meantime. That's a story from here at Cardinal Field for Justin Lopshire and Mike Murphy. Sean Watson signing off from the football home of the Cardinals. They fall to the Plainwell Trojans 49-0 until next Friday 
Happy Labor Day and good night, everyone. Tonight's action brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. Case Realty Group. CNO Insurance. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. Ask Kwood PC. Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery. K&B Mechanical. Matt Hale at Homes. McDonald's of Branch County. Midwestern Realty Group. Nottawa Gas Company. Surfro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. Union Pallet and Container. BJ West Financial advisor with edward jones and jay wright financial advisor with edward jones the voice of branch county for high school sports am 1590 wtvb coldwater and fm 95.5 w238 cd coldwater